I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends had left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for right All right, we're live. It's 10 Drink Minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. Ah, there's James. There he is. <laughs> there he is. James just walked in late. Let me share this. I'm still trying to find this on the damn... Dude, Facebook is such a, a, a piece of something or other, you know? It's what? Piece of something or other. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. I feel like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I pretty much mic on oh, we got we got we got to turn it on for the guy who's late johnny come lately here <laughs> johnny come lately how's everybody doing i am doing fantastic yeah sounds good uh yeah it does sound really good um i am doing so good because my baby has started sleeping more and i'll tell you a full 9 hours of sleep the other day really just changed my life really Yes. Okay. I finally found the thing to share after like how long, and I still can't share. See, look, this is why Facebook drives me crazy. I hate Facebook. I pretty much just use Facebook to like share pictures of my children with family members. There we go. (laughs) You have to like go to your fan page, change it to you personally so you can share it on stuff. Let me share it on everybody's stuff here. Everyone bear with us. It's been quite a weekend. I don't know. Uh, Yes. James made me drink a bunch of beers. How are you doing, James? I'm I'm doing uh, surprisingly better than normal. Is, this, is this my night? Is my mic? I don't know. Are you the third? Oh, you probably. Try it again. How about this? There we oh, go. There, there we go. Woof. There's no Woof. need to yell at us. Hey, man, I'm angry today. Yeah, you are. Let's see. Share on a friend's profile. James Smiley. If people would just go into Facebook and like set it to just automatically pop up whenever we uh, go live, it would just be so much nicer. I mean, yes. You know, I don't know. I just don't know. <clears throat> and then my parents are here, but I don't know why they're not out here watching. I guess we're, I don't know. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> I have to tell you this weekend. I did. I did see them. I walked in, and they're all ooh. You're in trouble. And it's yeah. all said. Are you gonna? Will you go in and ask if they're gonna come watch, or if they're not? <laughs> you know. I. I mean, I guess so. They seemed pretty yeah. intent on just sitting at. Like they knew I came in late, okay. and they just went. So they literally stayed to watch the show, but they're not here. So I don't <laughs> know what's happening at this point. They told me I was in trouble. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I know that. Like I'm. I know I'm coming in late, and they're all yeah. uh huh. And they just sat. They just kept sitting <laughs> i mean you should be happy that your parents still have interest in what you do um, after true. all these years my parents just kind of stopped coming. well yeah no i should take that back my mom comes to shows when she can but <laughs> they've lost interest they you know they're like yeah i don't know 
I think they're scared that I make fun of them a lot, which. Oh, well, that's fair. I mean, I make fun of my parents some. I mean, well, yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, they think if they'll come out here, I'll make fun of them, which I will. I mean, yes. That's what we do. That's what we do. So uh, let's see if I can fix this for Smiley. He's all cockeyed. Cockeyed optimism, or maybe not. What, what way are you? There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> See, this is all stuff that gets fixed at the beginning. We have a new camera angle. So we have... We, we, we do, we do. So check this out, right? So we have me, then there's Holly, then there's James, and then there's everybody. Hooray! See, constantly, constantly evolving this show. Good job. Please. Taking it to the next level. If you're not watching live, you know, we don't want you. I'm just kidding. That's not fair. Please listen still also. I have some things to say about that. Okay. So lately, you know, I, I've you, had the... Do you actually want me to run in and see what your, your yeah. parents are Well, hold on, on, hold on. Let's... Okay. Um, so lately, you know, I, I, you know, I've had the issues where I've had a couple run-ins with people. Mm-hmm. Someone touched my glasses. And people think that's funny. Like, they think that's a funny story. And they're like, ha, someone touched your glass. And I'm like, okay. But if some weird person came up to you to touch, just touch your glasses because they wanted to touch them, it would freak you out too. But, yeah. but I will say this. Lately, like the last couple of weeks, I've been getting a lot of people coming up and just like saying, hey, really love the show. Just wanted to let you know that. And I wanted to say thank you because like that's the kind of stuff I dig. I dig that kind of like, you know, interaction. Uh, you know, I it's, it's much better than the, uh, hey, I love what you do. How come you don't know everything about me? kind of you know message so i've had a lot of really positive interactions with people as of late and i'm really i'm, I'm really happy about that well that's good now you can go running in now oh, okay could you please <laughs> yeah say are you, are you, say there's a couch out here set up for them yeah <laughs> so and then the dog's <laughs> down and barking at him. there she goes there we go yeah you can't have it without the dog right so you're gonna say something i could well, really. oh i don't remember Oh, okay. Sorry. But it was. Oh, it's okay. I'm sure it wasn't important. Yeah. I just had to get that out there because I, I, I feel like a lot of times I bring up all the stuff that's like shitty. Yeah. And uh, there's there's really been some really cool, like literally there's like, I think last night there was three people. Wow. And I live in Cubrands that came up and were like, hey, big, you know, love the show. And like, I always like try to keep stickers in my pocket. And yeah. And then someone kind of came up and said something that they were like, hey, I, I know your show. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then they were like, you know, these people. And that's how I know you. And, and it's people I don't like. So I went for the sticker grab and then I stopped and I was like, oh, well, cool. Well, thank you. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, I hate it when. Well, how do I put here's this? my sweaty uh, pocket sticker? Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. I love giving people sweaty pocket stickers. Mm. Um, But I hate it when somebody is good friends with somebody you hate oh yeah and they bring up the other person mm. and then you have to kind of so yeah how come you haven't talked to such and such yeah. in a while uh that's been happening a lot lately mm. um for for reasons i shall not talk about yeah um and uh it like it's it gives me so much anxiety that i talked to my therapist about it this week and she was just like um just pr- just keep pretending they're dead in your head and really that's yeah. a thing huh well so that's kind of how i cope with um breakups okay. and friend breakups i happen to think friend breakups are worse than romantic breakups okay um depending on the friendship of course but mm-hmm, 
yeah, that's just how I deal with it because I have such bad anxiety about rumors about me because of an ex that I had. And it gives oh. me like debilitating anxiety. So I just kind of pretend they don't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I mean, that's good. You know, I don't know if that's like, it wasn't like necessarily my therapist. Um, I was like in advice. my mind, I was like, just pretend they're dead. That's brilliant. Yeah. Like, and, and it really just helps because <laughs> you move on, you know, <laughs> that dog is barking. That means people are coming in the studio. Bark, bark, bark. But, uh, I have had, you know, but like I said, very positive experiences with people and uh, feel free to come up and, you know, say hi and that you like the show. I have no problems with that. It's just, it's just when people start doing the other bullshit and they're like, and they're like, um, uh, what do you mean? You don't know about us. We have friend anniversaries on Facebook yearly. And I'm like, you don't even have a picture of you on Facebook. How the fuck would I know who you are? Uh, so my parents are now in the studio. Move that way a little smile if you could. You know, there you go. So my parents are now in the studio. You can pull the mic that way too. See, fix your mic. Fix your mic, Smiley. Fix so my your shit. So my parents are in the studio. So so let's keep the fucks and uh, shits to a, lim oh, a limited amount, okay? I just cussed. Oh, all right. Just shit. Saying. I I only use curse words if <laughs> I need to. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you only use curse words altogether. Um. <laughs> together. He's all, that's all I talk is in curse, curses. <laughs> I mean, when people tell me not to cuss, it makes me compulsively cuss. I, so. I had this situation. Uh, someone said in the chat, they said, how about dammits? Dammits are allowed, I think. <laughs> dammits are allowed. <laughs> and uh, so um, I had a situation the other day where dang it, a new co so an, an old coworker that that left his job to come work with me at my new job, mm. left his old uh, coworkers, and so they they were like, "Hey, we're, I'm going to have a going away um, thing at a brewery. You should come and meet my old coworkers." And you know we're like savages, you know. Yeah. And so I go. We dress nice. We dress nice. We dress up. We dress up. We dress nice. We have fun. So I, I'm sitting there being myself. And then finally, like his old boss goes, yeah, I have a standing uh, rule that in, if you work for me, you can't curse. And I was like, oh, I've probably dropped the F-bomb like five or six times in the last like three paragraphs of my talk. Whoops. So then, you know what I do? Hmm. Change nothing. <laughs> right. I don't work for you. <laughs> I always forget that um, most people don't cuss in front of their children, yeah. um, which I think actually makes children curse more because then they're they think it's like, yeah, my kid doesn't even care. She just knows she's not allowed to say the word, but yeah. she really could give a fuck less, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I recall at that age, I would actually just run around to anyone and everyone that I could find and do this double fuck you. That was yeah. my thing. When you were a kid, you did that? Yeah. My goodness. Strangers on the street. No, I really was yeah. a heathen. Yeah. That's yeah, bad. we've heard stories. I, dude, one of these have, days, someone was like, I think my mom was like, have you ever met Smiley's mom? I'm like, not in person. One of these days, we're going to like sit down and talk to your mom about some stuff. Come out to Portland with me. And okay. Like, I, we got to talk about this fool right here. Me? This guy, Smiley. Everybody look at him. Not Guy Smiley. That's the no, character nope, from Sesame nope, Street. Nope. You know who he is? 
Who? He's our Kramer. He is our Kramer. And I'll tell you how I figured this out. So, you know, he did last week. What? He walks in and he has a fifth of fireball. And I'm like, cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Do that again. He has a fifth of fireball. And I watch him just walk in with it. And he goes right to my freezer and he puts the the bottle in the freezer. And I'm like, is that what you're drinking tonight? And he goes, no, I got a a really good discount on a case of fireball. So I'm just stashing it all over (laughs) town. So I have it in different places. Yeah. Why did I not get offered fireball? (laughs) Or or any of us for that matter. But like, but how Kramer-esque is that? That's very crazy. I'm just stashing these all over town, so I have them. I have them available to me whenever I show up to places. They're at four different houses now. I just put them in people's freezers, and they don't even notice. You know, I was watching. I was rewatching Seinfeld the other day, and yeah. I did have the thought, like, I know a Kramer. It's him. It's James. It's James. Because I mean, think about this. Kramer really didn't have like a job all the time, right? Yeah. He'd have like these on and off jobs, and then just you know. You never really knew how he survived, but he just did. And that's James. Like, oh you're just God. like, I have an actual job. What is your actual job? I do background acting and sometimes stunt work. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes background acting and sometimes stunt work. I didn't say it was a nine to five. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody knows how you survive. You're also just one of the most. Inter- you also like tell stories that sound so unbelievable. And they always are. They're always they're always real. Yeah. But people asked me one time if you're playing a character. I said yeah. no, he's just nope. like that all nope. the time. I mean, if he is, if he is, he's in the in the character like 100 percent full throttle. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like I'm like, honestly, Miley is the most genuine person I know. I mean, everyone out there, think about this. Do you have a friend that would come over and go, Yeah, I bought a case of fireball at a discount, so I'm just stashing bottles all over town. How did that make sense to me? I don't understand how it doesn't make sense. I know. You know what? And it also makes sense to Chris and I because we deal with you a lot. Right, right. I didn't mean to say deal with you. That sounded mean. I'm such a hassle. We appreciate you so much. We're not a hassle. He's all, I'm sorry. I'm such a hassle to you guys. I'm such a burden, man. Oh, my God. No, I just, but it's funny. I love it. And like people will go, Oh man, uh, you're you're here. Where's James at? I'm like, I, I don't know where he is. You guys don't hang out all the time. I'm like, no. Like honestly, like when he shows up to places, like I saw him last night. Oh and yeah, that, and that was like, oh, there's James. You know? Yeah. We randomly don't... showed up. I I mean, I was downtown. Yeah, I was just at a different venue. What venue were you at last night? I was at uh, Moonlight. Okay, I almost went down to that, but yeah. I was at. I mean, actually, I mean, where wasn't I? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was at my own venue. Your own house. Yeah. Jamming out. I mean, you could call it that. I was getting you... spit up on. Oh, okay. Well, that. I mean, me too. But you know, <laughs> but um, in a whole different way. Yeah. In a whole different way. Uh, so let me ask you this. So now, like, you know, you have the baby. Do you mm-hmm. like get the FOMO? Um, I. Do but then when I go out, I spend the whole time texting whoever's watching him. Oh, gotcha. So I'm kind of like he's still but, very but that's small, still, but that's still FOMO. Oh yeah, and and then I so then I get FOMO for him. So we went to a concert on Monday. It was my first like real full 
concert night out and man, I had a lot of fun, but as soon as I got home, I felt guilty and cuddled the baby for like four hours straight. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. See, that's all that's FOMO. You get it both ways. Yeah. So you, if you're like at home and Smiley and I are like drunk and like, you know, throwing up into the street. Yeah. You're like, oh man, those guys have the grace. And then and then like if you're out with us throwing up in the street, you're like, Yeah, is my baby like walking yet? Is she, yeah. is she talking yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different, it's a whole different FOMO. I Mom's I don't know. FOMO is for people out there that don't have fear of missing out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, momming is hard though. Uh because you feel guilty no matter what you do. You feel guilty if you spend too much time with them. You think they're you have people tell you they're you're spoiling your baby. Yeah. And then um You're not you're not a helicopter mom, are you? No. Okay. Have you met Danny? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like my my parenting style is like please don't die, but yeah. have fun. Like today we went to a golf course to eat lunch with my mom and my kid was rolling down the hill right near the driving range thing. And I was just like, meh, she's not hurting anybody. Well, you probably wanted to go fucking roll down the hill with her. Like, I yeah, wanna, I want to just randomly it looked fun. roll down the hill. It looked fun. But then I realized that like I wouldn't be able to get up off the floor. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> and, then, and then the next day you would be like, why is my body sore everywhere you know? <laughs> oh because i rolled in grass I, That's... yeah i rolled down a hill once it yeah <laughs> feels like i got thrown down a hill yeah. feels no like I was, it feels like i was in the world heavyweight wrestling match title yeah championship i don't know how i said that so awkwardly um jeez <laughs> like i forgot to talk i'm pretty hungover today oh um, me too smiley made us drink too much last night i barely saw you that's true it's still your fault i'll take it yeah. Um, I am not hungover today. I was yeah. hungover yesterday, though. Okay. Because uh, Hamster and I, oh my God, you guys are going to make fun of this. Uh, Hamster and I got <laughs> drunk and played Monopoly the other night. Oh, man. And it was the first time I've ever lost Monopoly. Okay. Were you not cheating good enough? I, I guess not. Damn. I don't think I've ever won a Monopoly. I have won every, like, as a matter of fact, I told my mom today that Hamster beat me at Monopoly and she about fell over. I honestly don't remember the last time I ever finished a game of Monopoly. Usually it goes on so long, everybody's yeah. like, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I just want to light myself on fire out in the street. <laughs> I hate this now. People it's, are usually fighting, flipping tables over. That's, Why, yeah. that's me at the end too. Yeah. yeah. I'm all uh, I'm like I I'm 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 bartering with anything I have. Yeah, give just, me give me those two properties yeah. and I will destroy. No, I won't let you. But then the game won't. And, and like now, I know this is a thing now. You can go online and you can look up like strategies of yeah. how to win every time you play. Yeah. I learned the old fashioned way. So I used to play with my grandpa oh. all the time. And he was a real capitalist. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Probably. Probably. Um, But uh <laughs> I my goal when I was little was to beat my grandpa every time. Yeah. And so I have my own strategies and uh I I took it too easy on hamster because he had mm -hmm. never played Monopoly before. Well, I always love that like people make fun so of like what oh. you're saying is you let him win. Uh, yeah. I kinda let him win. I think I could have destroyed him if I had if I had really pulled all the punches earlier in the game. Instead of waiting until I wanted to light the board on fire. No one no one learns from a free hand up. 
You should have just dominated him, like burnt the board to the ground. I mean, like, and that is how Monopoly you. is. I will burn your ashes. I like how people make fun of like uh, kids today and they're like, oh, they play these virtual reality games and they don't really do reality. Think about this. All the old board games, Monopoly. Game it's like, of life. Game of life. You know, and then risk. Risk is like trying to take over the world. Yeah. Life is like trying to just live every day. Hi ho, Cherio. You're just picking cherries. Yeah. Shoots and ladders. You're on a playground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Candyland. You just, you know, that's when you're just high on drugs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you. That's when you're James. James lives in Candyland. I, I I don't know what you're talking about. Sure. I I'm I'm but, wear, I'm wearing Appleettes just for fun today. <laughs> <laughs> but think about this, like life, like oh. I lost my job. You know, yeah. it's like, what kind of sh- game is that? You know, I mean, but at least you're like playing a game mm. like, okay, Danny likes to watch videos okay. of people playing on playgrounds. Yeah. I'm playing. Wait, what about the kids that like open toys? Oh yeah. She likes that too. Yeah. But she like, she gets bored of that pretty quick because we're yeah. poor. So uh, <laughs> she, she knows she's probably not well, getting a lot of those things, but I, oh gosh. I got something that's nuts. My, I got. Uh, go ahead. Um, my nephew does the like. I've watched him. He watches videos of other people playing video games. Yeah, that's yeah. Big, that's big. That's a big deal. I'm like, it's what is huge. what is this? Do you want to go and downstairs it, and play video games? He's like, I, I need to finish this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it starts with them watching other people play on playgrounds. I'm like, yeah. do you want me to take you to a park? Right. So you can ride a slide, and she's like, no, it's hot. <laughs> that's too much. It's too. And then I'm like, okay, go play outside. You're all. First of all. Your slide is plastic. Yeah. Ours was fucking made out of steel and yeah. iron. And not only that, <laughs> but the park we take her to has like a squishy ground. Yeah. She can jump off of anything, they not like, break a bone. They like shred up tires and shit. Yeah. And that's the ground. Yes. And I, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like. No, this is even better than that. They're like, they're like yeah. rubber tile things yeah. covered in fake grass. I don't know. Anyway. Have you seen the one at the Civic Plaza? Why oh no, I haven't been to they, that. They one have yet. a whole hill of that, like they. So it, okay, so they had like if you go to Civic Plaza, it, it, like the playground was up at like kind of the upper yeah. level. So what they did is is they made a whole hill of yeah, that, they like, have that over rubbery there shit. Yeah, and so they can like bounce and yeah. flip down the hill and not like bust their head yeah. open. Why don't they have these at bars? Care. Oh I, my god, that'd be know. genius. That would be genius. Uh, my parents didn't give a shit. <laughs> They're all, they're all, yeah, it's been out in the sun all day. Go slide down that slide. Ah, they're I'm like, scared. it's a hundred degrees in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Right. Let's put shorts on you to go to the park. So here's what our stuff was made out of. <laughs> here's what our stuff was made out of. The The main piece was steel. Yeah. The piping that held it up was iron. Yeah. And then it was concreted into the ground yeah. and the concrete up was up above. And then that was on top of some concrete. Yeah. So if you fell off of it. You were done. Might as well just die. Um, I went... Sometimes they would paint it, too, just oh, to yeah. ruin your clothes. Oh, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I went to a Catholic school who our playground was the church parking lot. Like, instead of giving us an actual playground, they had to use that property for extra playground or for extra parking. So our playground was asphalt. Wow. And I literally still have, like, a piece of gravel stuck in my hand. Oh, you kids like gravel? Mmm, fun times. Oh, yeah. Where you like, here's the other one. You slide down the slide and you overcompensate and you land on your feet, but you keep going forward and you oh, yeah. fall right into the gravel, land yeah. right on your hands, and, and gravel goes right into the palm yeah. of your hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I, and I know everyone of our age just went, oh, yeah, and your knees. Your, knees, your knees right away. I still have scars. Right what away. were you thinking, Debbie? 
just used to be real mean and cruel to my kids. <laughs> it was just a thing. It was just a thing. It's called child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't in those days, but now it would be. They would be like, have you, they'd have you arrested. You had your kid play on this? Oh How my dare God. you? I, um, I don't know. My parents used to like leave me at home alone. Let me use the stove. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. How like, else are you gonna feed yourself? They're all, uh, they're all they're all the they're all there's money under the the that thing on the coffee table, the loaded gun. Just you know, whatever. Just <laughs> order get that, a pizza. Order or a pizza. Yeah, and uh, uh, <laughs> just uh, if you could sweep up all the those glass shards on the floor, you know, or, or I'll get it later. Don't worry about <laughs> it. My parents would make me pull weeds all day outside in the summer, and like that was fun. Like to me, that was like normal. That yeah. was I had to do that. And Danny, the other day, we were telling her that, like, when I was your age, like, I had to, like, stay home when Mimi went to work. And she's like, what did you do? I'm like, whatever I wanted. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Right. And I was like, and I would make myself macaroni and cheese. You're, you're not tall enough, but the boiling pot is yeah. up on the stove and you just grabbing the handle off when you think it's boiling and it just yeah. pours right on your head. Yeah. Uh, I made myself macaroni and cheese. She was like, oh, like the microwave kind? I'm like, no, no, no. They didn't have that then. Yeah, yeah uh, they didn't have that. I, I used the stove and she's like, but that's dangerous. It has fire. And I was like, oh my God. Well, I'm good for her thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I tell her all the time. She likes to help me cook. And I had to explain to her not to touch flames one oh. time because kids are kind of dumb. Like cats. Yeah. What is this <laughs> thing? Since, since my mom is here, <laughs> should I tell the story about how my mom taught me that the stove was hot? Yes. She's going to love this. So she goes, let me show you how hot this is. She goes, you know how I have to like put the cigarette in my mouth and light it to like get it to light? Uh -huh. And she just sticks the cigarette to the stove and it lights on fire. She like, that's how hot it is. Do you know she what my this. dad did to me to teach she me about that. the iron? I don't. I don't feel like that's that bad. No, but like you, know, like you think about it, and you're like, that's how your mom's like, yeah, the stove. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it, but I understood. I was like, I got. Yeah. It, it made. Ouch. She probably didn't have to explain it as many yeah. times as I had to explain nope. it to Danny. I, I realized it. Um, she likes to do like dance moves in the kitchen while I'm trying to cook, and I'm like, do you know you could catch me on fire by doing that? And she's like, uh huh. And she's like, that's cool. <laughs> um. Do you know what my dad, my dad, I kept like wanting to touch the iron as a kid. What? And he was like, all right, go ahead. And he just let me touch the iron oh, once. And he's like, you never touched it again. I'm like, yeah, and I won't touch an iron still. So. And, and I have no feeling in those fingers <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life. Cool. No. I'm like a plumber. It, it is nice. <laughs> I don't have those fingerprints anymore. Right, right. <laughs> right. I could commit murder now. I, I say all that, but like, you know, like as a kid, I mean, I had the flaws too. Like the one thing I could just never like. I would cook soup, like mm -hmm. like Campbell's like soup, uh, like vegetable soup or, or like the sirloin burger one. And for me, I just wanted it done as fast as possible. So I would just cook it on high. Right. And it'd just be stuck to the pan. And every time she would be like, put it on medium, cook it slow, <laughs> and it doesn't stick to it. And I just never would. I still know people that cook like that. I still it's do. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> still happening. <laughs> she shakes her head. It's I have to tell some, yeah, you know, I can't just like blow, blow my mom up and then just be like, I was perfect. I was oh, not. No. I was not. I had Kids a, are weird. I had my mom uh, last time, the very last yeah. time that we were uh, back in the Arkansas, she showed me the old schoolyard that she uh, that she had her recess in. And it's not a freaking school. It's a graveyard. What? And it's, yeah, I mean, it's next to the church where she attended school. She's like, this is where most of my friends are. Like, oh, 
Oh and God. it's it's no, I mean, I guess it was already a graveyard, but that was where they had recess. And they uh, she showed me the old stump where her and her friends played mumbly peg. Mumbly peg. What the I, fuck I've, is I've mumbly heard peg? of this and I've no okay, hold on. Let's mumbly the delightful game that I've my mom still has scars on her fingers from. Okay, hold on. Here we go. What the f uh Mumbly peg. This is according to Wikipedia. Mumble tea peg. Mumbly peg. Okay. Mumbly also peg, known yeah. as mumbly peg. Uh, hold on. Do you guys know mumbly peg? I've heard of. All right. Same as me. Mumbly peg is an outdoor game played using pocket knives. Oh, I do know mm -hmm. this. The term mumbly peg came from the practice of putting a peg of about two to three inches into the ground. The loser of the game had to take it out with his teeth. What? Wow, I don't think they did that. But there was a lot of throwing. Okay, mumbly peg is usually generally played between two people with a pocket knife. In other common versions of the game, two opponents stand opposite one another with their feet shoulder width apart. The first player then takes the knife and throws it to stick in the ground as he nears his own foot as possible. Wow. The second player then repeats the process. Whichever player sticks the knife closest to his foot wins the game. Oh, well, see, my mom and her wow. friends did it with their hands on a stump of wood. Oh, okay. Oh, were you, oh, were you like, oh, God. They just, they put their hands down on the stump of wood and they'd throw their pocket. But see, the kids right now would just watch other people do that. They would watch that on Twitch. I yeah. would watch that. Or on <laughs> YouTube. That's fair. Oh, well, yeah, man. My favorite channel is the Mumbly Peg channel. <laughs> I'm really into it, man. You know what I used to watch at work? Huh? I worked at, so I worked at one of the big laboratories. And you would have like really busy times and then you'd have slow times. Mm -hmm. So you'd watch YouTube. And one of my coworkers got me into this YouTube channel where they would take like a, a machine gun, like an AR-15 or like, a you know, like a, you know, AK-47. And they would shoot it with as many rounds as they could till it caught on fire. I and then the gun would like they would shoot it until the gun would no longer work. And they would go, this is how many rounds it took. And, oh my I, God. and it sounds terrible, but you're just like, like you'd watch them like shoot, 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 shoot. And then all of a sudden they'd start putting on like protective gloves and stuff, like welding equipment so that they could hold the gun and keep firing. And then like the AK-47 would be on fire and they're still firing it, you know, and the AK-47 lasted forever. Always watch the weirdest things we, we do, we do. <laughs> because I would never sit and watch. But here's what I will watch. I yeah. will watch somebody decorate a house for no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'll do that, too. It's but see, so you good. actually learn something that way. Yeah. I do. No, I learned something. I learned how long an AK-47 would last if you, I was in a firefight, you know? Yes. I, and, you know, if the, if the gun was on fire, I could still shoot a bunch of people. That so is so much usable knowledge right there. So it, is this what I have to look forward to my son watching? Yes. Just like... Hey yes. mom, did you know that AK forty seven? And then I will just tune you out. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna mom mom talk. You're gonna be all, oh, that's <laughs> nice, honey. All right, <laughs> four thousand rounds until it turns into slag. That's yeah. great. Yeah, okay, cool. Exactly. Mm. I, I watch that stuff too. I'm like, for, I remember the last time I was like, what in the hell is shiplap? Oh, yeah. shiplap is nice. They use that shit all the time. All the you time. know who I'm talking about when I say shiplap. You I mean, know the couple. Yes, I do. You know who they are. Um, Those who we do not name. Yeah. Um, did you <laughs> Did you ever watch that show I told you to watch where it's like you either get married or you buy a house? I didn't. I mean, oh. 
Oh my god, it's so good. I need to write stuff down. It's like love it or list it, but like way dumber. Like the people are so dumb. It's like, okay, we will give you money to but we will take your money that you could buy a beautiful house with, or you can spend that amount of money on a wedding. Hmm. And you would be so surprised how many people choose the wedding. That's so dumb, in my opinion. I mean, like $70,000 on a wedding. What? See, those those are the people that apparently have never had parties thrown in their honor before. Right. Yeah. Right. Or they're just <laughs> <Shut> dumb. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't go for a wedding. I've had so many parties, like, in my honor. <laughs> um, You know what I did watch, though? Dune. Did you watch it? No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. We're watching the it tonight. Sleeper has awakened. Oh, we're watching that tonight. Do you want to hear my review? I saw it at uh, Flip's yes. Brew House. It was so good. Yes, I want to hear your review. I uh, just don't spoil anything. I, I won't. I won't. Well, have you read the book? There's not really yes. spoilers going on. I here. mean, I know. Okay, but... if you know. So here's here's the here's spoilers. That is kind of funny. I, I didn't think about that. Well, but like, you I'm know, about, yeah, like yeah. you know, um, so if there's something right. that's gonna like. All right, so Shock me. here's what I'm going to say about this. The casting, pretty perfect. You know, pretty perfect. The casting, for sure. Yeah. Can I also have another beer, please? Oh, yeah. Somebody. You want one of these Bud Lights? Uh, no. My mom just looked at me like, oh, we have some Bud Lights in here. We don't have a lot. <laughs> uh, casting is, is pretty perfect. Oh, no, no, give him this. Uh, casting is pretty perfect. Okay. Okay. The visuals are beyond perfect. Amazing. Ooh. That's why I had to see it in the theater. Um, the acting is, is, is pretty spot on. I would say subpar, but okay. Okay, maybe subpar. You say subpar? Why do you say subpar? I... I Who did you think was not good? Um, I thought... Um, uh, Oscar Isaac's uh, Duke Leto was a little uh, really. I, he was one of my favorite parts. I thought he was cast per- perfectly, mm-hmm. but he seemed like really lackluster. Okay, no, I don't know. But what about what about uh, uh, what's his name as uh, the Baron? Oh, he was amazing. That's amazing. That was like the uh, freaking Alexander yeah, Skarsgård. So Alexander Skarsgård. So you've seen the original? I've dude. seen the original. I read the book. Oh man, the the Baron. Mm-hmm. So fucking creepy now. Oh, like he's supposed to be as fuck. Yeah. yeah, like if you read the, yeah. if you read Dune, yeah. he's supposed to be. Dude, he is it's like fuck. when he floats up and he's all, and you're like, like gives you like weirdly he. I love it. So, <clears throat> story wise, they split it into two. It's gonna be two movies. Oh, okay. So, as far as we're at right now, I am gonna say the director did better than anyone possibly ever could and the door is open so the cat is meowing out the door. Uh-oh. So, can someone go shut the door? But like as perfect as you possibly could do a Doom movie, I think this guy pulled it off. I, I read some reviews they're saying it's kind of slow. I'm yeah. like it's Dune. Yeah. You know? Um the Sting character from the original movie? Yeah. Doesn't show up. So there's two characters that don't show up in this movie at all. Oh. The Emperor? Yeah. And that Sting character, I can't think of his name. Right. They're not in it. Okay. But uh, Batista is the son of the Baron. 
and he's only in a small fraction, but this, but the, but what you see, you're like, whoa, yeah. Okay. It's are, it, are you it talking about the Beast Raban? Yes. <sighs> you know what we never talked about hmm. was the uh, the Sopranos movie. Oh God! It was. I tried to watch it again, and we. It's so I fell bad. asleep. It was so bad. The only it's so bad. The only thing is, I hope maybe that it was like a budgetary issue or like, I don't know, something happened. Right. But because here's the deal. I want to know the stories but, from back in the day, but like, let's do it correctly. Okay. Here, here's my review of that movie. Yeah. Uh, generic mob movie written. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's just add the Soprano characters in, as younger. Yeah, true, true. It- Yeah, we were offline. We're still here. Okay, so it's we're still in. Okay, what I, I was that? I, I don't what know how much. There? I don't know how much we lost. Like, I'm gonna leave it on that. But have you seen the new Halloweens at all? No. My mom was big. In, so when you talk about horror films, yeah, we watched The Nightmare on Elm Streets. We watched yeah. uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth. All the good. But ones. my mom, I would, I will honestly say, was probably more a fan of the Halloween. Michael Myers was probably more her oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. When you say bring back the old actors, you just really can't do that because they don't have that doctor. That doctor guy who yeah. was in the first two, yeah, he made it. He gave credence yeah. to House that actor, but he got killed. He did, yeah. But like he made those movies where you were like, oh gosh, Michael yeah. Myers is a psych- sociopathic, yeah. psychotic killer, well, you know? Well, and like he like gave, he, I don't know. He anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I like Halloween movies, so. Crystal and I are upset. This is how Crystal and I yeah. like got really close is like she loves like Halloween, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I love Michael Myers. Jason's right. pretty good too. Um, but here's the thing. Rob Zombie kind of ruined the Halloween when he had Michael Myers making noise as he uh... killed people because the creepy part about Michael is he's just silent. He just he like, doesn't care. They just pan like the like the characters like looking. Yeah. And they're painting the camera, and then all of a sudden the light shows, and he's like behind them. Yeah. And he's like, and they're yeah. like, yeah. And he lifts him off the ground and kills him. Um, so I, I want to talk about something that I've thought about recently. Okay. And uh, so I, I I bought one of those VR helmets. Oh, you did? I did. And nice. it is amazing. Now you just need a swivel chair. <laughs> No, because you stand up like you. Here's how it works. It's the Oculus Quest Two. Oh, you have it, one of those. It okay. doesn't connect to anything, so you actually paint around you like a oh. safety fence. So um, it's fine. So like, I have the Darth Vader game, and I want to talk to you about this VR shit, right? I last time I played VR, it was like, oh, this is kind of neat. No, no, it is. They've got it down. It's it, um, they had it down for a while now. Dude, they just have it streamlined. This I guess. Star Wars game, so you're in this like ship, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you're in the helmet, and you can see your hands and everything. And like the the person, your robot is like, oh, hit the hyperdrive, and you're hitting the switches, and then they, you get pulled out of hyperdrive, and it's by a star destroyer. And like you look up, and a star destroyer is like flying overhead, and you're like, wow. So then you get pulled by a tractor beam down to Mustafar, which is wow. Darth Vader's like yeah. planet. Well, the, the, the stormtroopers like come into the ship and you're like, I, I was literally like, I had my hands up. I was like, <laughs> hands are up. And they shoot you with like the stun beam. Right. And you wake up in a holding cell. Wow. And this guy comes in and he's like, 
we're going to torture you and like get all the information we need out of you. And he goes, hopefully you give that information. Cause I hate cleaning up the cell afterwards. And you're yeah. like, and all of a sudden the door opens and Darth Vader walks in and he walks up and they purposely, I'm six foot two and Darth Vader is, they make him bigger than you. Oh my God. And he's all open this cube and he hands it to you and you grab it and like you open it and it works. And then he's like, he's like, this is the one we've been looking for. And you're like, uh. and then he's like, he just like uses the force to pull the cube away from you. And I was like, Oh my God. So my thing is, here's the game they need to make. They need to make a Friday, the 13th game. Yes. Okay. And you're Jason. Same thing, yeah. Yes. And you're Jason. Here's the thing though about that is. <sighs> <laughs> no, no. I feel like, I feel like. Or, or, or Michael Myers. Yeah. Who is a psycho. Yeah, that's true. But on the other hand. I mean, there's already a game like this. Instead of being like a Dexter, if you've ever seen Dexter, his dad teaches him how to like channel it in a way. So maybe there wouldn't be so many serial killers because they would channel it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a video game. So they already make they already make one. (laughs) They already make a Friday the thirteenth where you play as Jason. All, oh. all of my all of my favorite VR games are horror games because yeah. the immersiveness, like you, you'll you, you'll be sitting there and like you hear something, and you're like, see that see everybody's like, there's a bunch of horror games on it. Mm. And everybody's like, Oh, you should get them. I'm like, yeah. So I can be scared in my own house. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I need my pets to reassure me. Right. Oh thank God. Oh like, thank God. Yeah, like I would love so that. Like, so, so you're literally <laughs> playing, right? And you have to climb, you have to climb ladders and stuff. And I can't imagine like climbing a ladder and you get to the top and like something jumps out and you're like, ah. I fall off. Oh, I could imagine that. But I'll tell you the scariest game that I don't want. What? But I'm kind of interested in. What? Tall Man? It's called Climb. And you climb mountains and skyscrapers oh. in VR. And I'm like, uh, what if I have a heart attack? Like, I fall off and I like fall off. Because I think yeah, they were back. Um, but like, I don't, I don't want to. I want to climb. I want to check it out. Yeah, I, I don't want to check it out. Yeah, because they said that like, even they've had experienced. Cl- I was watching a review of it. They've had experienced climbers climb, and they still have the same like heart rate things. Like really, when they're climbing. Yeah, I'm telling you, you, you gotta check this thing out. When you're playing, the thing that's almost messed me up is, I've almost leaned on stuff. Cause it's not there, but oh. like, it feels like you feel like, like there's a boxing game I have and uh, you have to step on the scale to start it. And like, you literally step up, like you're getting on the scale and then it's not there. And you're like, almost fall down. And then I fought a three round, a, a three round fight. And I had to sit down cause I thought I was going to pass out. Cause wow. you're fighting. It's a simulator. It's like literally boxing simulator where you fight someone for three rounds for two, two, three, two minute rounds. Wow. And, uh, but this, in the Star Wars game, like I'm in the ship, and I like literally there's a thing next to me, and I almost like leaned on it. I was like, "Oh, sh- that's not really there." Like, you've have you played the Oculus? I have. Uh, you have the you have the newer one, right? I have you the newer one too. Yeah, but yeah. it's it, how realistic is that shit? It um creepily like it's really realistic. Like you, the the games I played on it are like really like almost yeah. like Guitar Hero yeah. style oh, things. So I got to, I got a game called Unplugged. Right, it's air guitar. Oh. So you're in the game and you're like on stage and like you look around and like behind you, there's like old, like you're in a shitty dive bar. Yeah. There's like keg shells and all that. And you grab the guitar 
and you play and you go up and down the neck. It's like Guitar Hero, but it's like even more mm. in-depth than Guitar Hero. You have to grab the pick and start playing. And you unlock different guitars. You unlock different amps. And then, like, I found an Easter egg. After you're done, if you do the devil horns, it, like, fires electricity out into the crowd. And it, like, pumps wow. them up more. You're like, <laughs> yeah. It was nice. so cool. So cool. Yeah, those those are so fun. Like, I remember the first time I, yeah. I got into it. It's all about the, the horror games on those. Though, oh, God. Because I don't, don't want to do that. It's terrifying. It's going to be terrifying. It is terrifying. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, Speaking yep. You guys have to come over and check it out. That sounds like fun. Or I could come over because you don't have to like it. You just have to. It's just, really portable. You just connect to Wi-Fi. It's very portable. Wow, that's cool. It doesn't connect to a computer. It's all in the headset. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of horror, last night I thought I would introduce Danny to Scooby Doo. Okay. Because it's spooky season, okay. and I was mm -hmm. like, we could watch. Sco Do you know Scooby Doo scared her? What? Scooby Doo, not the like movies. It was like the old cartoons. Yes. And she was not about it. Oh, wow. I was like, no, no, no. Just watch to the end. And then you'll be really terrified because you'll find out that the Aww. monsters are really just people. Just a rich But that's dude the terrifying who's an part. asshole. Yeah. It's just capitalism. That's it's the just actual. Capitalism. Yeah. That was the monster all along. Yeah. It was the monster all No, she was so scared. She like she was like, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, have you seen, and it's sad because like last year she loved spooky stuff. And now all of a sudden, I guess she's like older and maybe like finally yeah. afraid of things. I don't know. But. Are you, are you, yeah. Maybe we'll watch some spooky stuff tonight. That know. is Ooh. way too early to are be you, afraid uh, of things. Are you going to hang out tonight with, you know, with us? I'm sure. All right, maybe we'll watch some horror stuff. Some I food. wish I could hang out, but I have to do homework with my kids. So <laughs> that's some interesting. What's your homework? Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. we told the story earlier. You weren't here. Oh no, we didn't. Oh, we say told it, it on before here. the show. Yeah. So Danny has her first book report, mm. and she's five. That's crazy to me. So like, she had to pick a book, and then she she has to decorate a pumpkin. You can't carve it because it's going to sit in a classroom. And also, like five year olds shouldn't be carving pumpkins by themselves. Mumbly they should bag. be playing. They should be playing Mumbly a VR bag. like uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Um. So right now, her dad hopefully is um decorating a pumpkin with her. And then when I get home, I have to finish writing her like thing uh, about the book. Because here's the thing. Like she knows the letters, but she doesn't know how to write the words by herself yet. Uh, like you have to tell her how to spell things. So it literally has taken So it's like dictation. Days. Yes. Says, I want it to be like this. Yep. And um. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. That is interesting. I, I mean, that is a much better technique than also, my mom just also, telling me to fail my classes. Why didn't you learn this on your own? <laughs> again, again, parenting is different now. I, again, we need to have Smiley's mom to come here and we need yes. to see her and talk to her about some things. This that went was on, on the curriculum. Hmm. Did you not read your syllabus? I don't know. Yeah. Just, just give her. I bet it would motivate her. If I just gave her a whooping. <laughs> uh, we're kind of at the end of the hour here. So we're going to take a 10-minute break. Or, you know, a little bit of a break. I don't know about 10 minutes. But we're going to take a break and uh, refresh our beers. And, uh, uh, maybe Smiley will share his fireball. I don't know. Maybe we'll do some shots of fireball in the house. <laughs> we also have Jaeger bomb. Jaeger, Jaegermeister. See, Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Another thing that I, I, I routinely put in all of my friends houses yeah in the guise of uh i brought you a housewarming gift <laughs> it's a generous gift all right it is a generous gift it's the gift that keeps on giving 
We should make my mom do a shot of Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I would never do that mean thing to my mom. Uh, so, Holly Ann, you have some stuff to promote. We'll, and we're going to probably talk about the second hour. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, we, 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 well, let me just tell you real quick. We're probably going to have a very, very heavy second hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People in New Mexico have been dealing with something this last week, and we kind yeah. of probably should talk about it. Yeah, I have a lot to say. Very about. heavy second hour. So if you're going to come in and think it's going to be light, it's probably not going to be. I mean, I'll lighten it up at the end. Yeah, okay. Um. So uh, to promote, I have my show tomorrow, but tomorrow is not an open mic. Tomorrow is Night of the Living cover comics. Um, and in the second hour, I will um, I will not say who is doing what, but I will name some of the com- some of the favorite comedians that you will see tomorrow. Right like on. I'm going to be Whitney Cummings. What? Obviously. Yeah. I was I was hoping Paula Poundstone. You know, I thought about it, but <laughs> I could For some skinny, now I'm fat. Yeah. But then I, I couldn't find a jacket with uh, shoulder pads. Right. So. <laughs> you have to have the shoulder pads. You couldn't find a zoot suit. Is I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm is dying. There, is there a is there an Ellen DeGeneres? No. Oh. There's not. Is it mostly male? Yes. But the yeah, females yeah. are bringing it. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, the girls are really i'm gonna be there i'm excited for this and this is that inside out yes i'm just gonna say that there i was surprised some of the comedians that ended up on the list i was like oh okay i think this is a great idea i think so too i think it's gonna be a lot of fun um i feel weird though i'm not gonna lie i do feel weird covering another comedian's material see and that's why and that's why like i was talking to barney about this and joe uh, Anderson is like, uh, we need to do one of the Night of Living cover bands is all like rap groups. Yeah. And not a single rap group will yeah. do it because it's such a thing in the culture. It's only like like country and rock Yeah, where people do covers. They cover other people. Rap music, they don't no. cover other people's stuff. And it's yeah, like that's a called big, biting. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, but I mean, if you got up there and said, hey, uh, tonight I'm going to do all of Eminem's material. That, I don't, that's not biting. You're literally saying I'm doing it, but people just won't do it. Yeah. And comedy, I could see kind of in that vein, but I think also it's fun though. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. There's a couple that I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be great. There is also a couple that I'm like, mm, okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But it's going to be like Night Living Cover Bands. We're yeah. like, you're like, I don't really, you know. Green Day, mm. and then all of a sudden it happens, and you're like, "Wow, that was actually pretty spectacular." Yeah. You know? So we'll see what happens. It should be a lot of fun. And then also on Wednesday, I will be at Hollow Spirits performing as myself. So mm. okay, <laughs> I, I, I guess people are into that. So, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually, on Wednesday, I'll be I'll be Holly Bird as Paula Poundstone. So. <laughs> I don't know any of other jokes, but I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do some. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some Paula Poundstone now, just like so fuck with you. Uh Smiley, what do you got going on? Um uh, you can I don't know, assumably you can see me at some point on uh Big Sky. Uh, mm, that's right, yeah. Uh which is uh, out currently. Uh it's still yeah. filming, so I don't know. Uh, I haven't uh, any of the episodes I've been in, I don't think are on air yet. We watched, I mean, look uh, for me on it. We watched News of the World. How come you're not in that? Because uh, it wasn't filmed in Albuquerque, it was filmed in New Mexico. 
Yes, I, Smiley's, Smiley's, Big mo- place. Smiley's mobile now. Yeah, but I, I haven't been <laughs> lately. I'm supposed to I'm uh, disappointed. I'm going to tease this for the second hour. I went to all six nights of Night of Living Cover Bands. Nice. And I have some notes. I have uh, some notes. No, I mean, like, I, I want to, I kind of want to talk about some of the bands that, were, okay. like, that I was surprised by. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I mean, there was definitely some bands I was kind of let down by. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. They I'm tried not, their I'm, best. They, I don't think they did, but okay. you know, sure. I, I feel like first, <laughs> there's one band I'm going to talk about that, like, I don't even remember their name, but I'll tell you who they were, and uh, and uh, I was disappointed in them, and I'm fine saying it. Okay. But uh, there's a couple bands I was like really in in. I ex- explained this to people that when I was there. They're like, I don't know a lot of these bands. And I would tell them, and I go, you know what? That's a good thing. Because now you're seeing bands you wouldn't normally see. And, maybe, right. and they're like, and they'd go, you know, that you're right. <laughs> you know? right. It's like, so there was some real surprises. And I was really excited about some stuff. And I want to talk about that. But uh, other than that, I do this show on Sunday nights with these with these idiots here. Uh, I have a couple of degrees, but I'm still stupid. <laughs> most Sundays from <laughs> 5 to 7. I get that from like George Costanza because like they're always like, you are stupid. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm real stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a real, real idiot. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm watching a lot of Seinfeld recently. I can tell. Yes. Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> He's our Kramer. <laughs> you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> I love George Costanza. It's weird how much like that show is dated, but still works. Yeah. But anyway, we do the show live uh, Sundays, most, most Sundays by the 7 p.m. You can check us out on facebook.com forward slash tendrink or our our website, tendrinkminimum.com, or smash that like and subscribe on our tendrink minimum channel, as Billy would say, who will be here in December. <gasps> <gasps> but uh ooh, let me let me find all that stuff real quick. But uh, so we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We'll be back. And we're my parents are here and they're definitely drinking, so you should as well. But always remember, never get too drunk to jerk. Tendrinkminimum.com. Okay, we're back. We're live. <laughs> it is the Billy slash Wavy Hour. Smiley is currently pouring oh shots of the fireball. Oh my god! Because I think he feels bad that we don't. We were giving him shit about it. And my father is going to stand up for a second because he wants one of these shots of Fireball. First of all, that's an overpour, son. What do you work at, Anodyne? Um, What do you mean? At least I'm consistent with the overpours. They're all level. Yeah. Why do you have... Why is there more than one? I don't know. There was another shot glass there. All right. Well, whose is this then? I'm not doing two. Here. I can do one. Oh, you're doing one of them. All right. I'll do... I'll do... So Smiley has two shots in front of him. Hey, cheers. All right. Here's the friends. Don't ask questions. Friends and Halloween. See, that doesn't even bother me anymore. I don't even I feel like fireballs. Oh boy. He, he it, it bothered him apparently. <laughs> he didn't like it. It's some cinnamon going That's on. Some cinnamon. It, it, to me, it always just tastes like uh what was that old uh hot damn? That, yeah. yeah, you remember hot, hot damn? damn? Everybody remember the hot damn? I do. Yeah. Old school. There was like hot damn, and there was hot damn one hundred. 
And like, if you were, if you got the hot damn 100, you were just that you were on a, a collision course with a hangover. Ooh, yeah, little, little. Oh, for sure. That made me feel weird. I also brought a Corona in here that's been sitting in my fridge for like probably months. I want it so bad. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to pop that motherfucker open for you right now. You oh, like, ooh, can I do, do you it? like Corona? Can I do it? I hate it so much. This is my favorite part about Coronas. They explode. Oh, fuck. On the brand new rug. On the new rug. Nope. Okay. No, I mean, no. you always get a good pop. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Oh, man, I, I hate mm. getting into this right now. Smell that skunkiness. Smell that shittiness. <laughs> so we, 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 you know, in New Mexico, especially with New Mexico film, we've had a real insane week. Um... Everything's been in the news. Alec Baldwin. Oh my God. Accidentally, accidentally shot instead of Russ. Accidentally shot. Uh, was it the direct? It wasn't cinematography. Oh yeah. Let me. You know. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, and so that happened. I have a lot of things to say. And about Smiley, that. of course, like I feel like Smiley's our like expert on this because yeah. he, we don't. It's Holly Ann and I are not on set. We've never been. I, I'm in one movie, and Holly Ann, have you ever been in a movie? At all? I've been an assistant director okay. on a, or not a. What am I talking about? I've been a PA. I've been a PA on like a talk show, not a. Okay. I've never been on. Holly like, Ann's like I've directed set. three movies. Um, I've starred and directed and filmed. <laughs> Three motion pictures, Christopher. She saw. Do you have you ever heard of Netflix? No. So smiley. Okay. So I'm offended. Let's get the. I, I really like to. You know. Uh, let's see. I'd like to get the woman's name that that you know, sadly was was killed. Um, it was on this. So you said it was on the set of Rust. Yeah. Um, and there's been a lot. Uh, I mean, I've been out and about. And there's been a ton of chatter. People have actually sent me screenshots of people who were on set talking about what happened. Wow. I'm sure and, it must have been uh, like the worst thing ever. And uh, what is the so, I mean, it's yeah. the reason I stopped being a, like mm -hmm. a paramedic. It's the reason it's honestly the reason I stopped waiting tables. Yeah. I had a customer die on me. Like I'm right. not expect I don't expect to go to work and have someone die. No, no. Yeah. And I'm trying to find the woman's name because I feel like that's the most important. Uh, and I feel like Hul this. Hal Hal Halyana. How do you say her name? It's, it's H A L Y N A. Halyana. Hel Helena. Helena. Halyana. No that idea. was her name. And uh, I saw, like, you know, Alec Baldwin had reached out to her husband and her family. You know, and I mean, first of all, my heart goes out to her family. Yeah. My heart goes out to him because I mean. He's just an act like he's a he's a person at work. Yeah. Like, you imagine at work if like you pick up a tool and boom, you kill someone, no. but it wasn't your fault at all. Like no. you have no clue, you know. See, and, and that's I mean, that's a lot of the thing I have I have had like talk about. I like I, I, I kind of feel like we need to like you know divert to smiley on it because I have yeah. no clue. So I did hear so the thing is is Friday night I go out in the chatter I hear no when the chatter I saw screenshots and it, 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 it of people talking about how they were using live round live rounds were accidentally mixed in with real rounds on set. And at, as of Friday, people didn't know that. And I saw screenshots of people who were on set talking about that. Then by Saturday, 
it became knowledge that that was a possibility. Like, how does that even right. happen? Like, and, I feel like you shouldn't even have live rounds uh, yeah. on a film set. Well, before we let Smiley in this, a number of years ago, I went to visit my friends in Bellingham, Washington. Mm -hmm. And we fly into Seattle. And we have like three and a half hours to kill. And I'm like, well, there's this great pizza place everyone talks about. And I have to go check it out to see if it's as mesmerizing and amazing as everybody said. And, and it was good. And then my friends were like, well, what should we do now? And jokingly, I'm like, well, let's go to Bruce Lee's grave. Oh. And they're like, oh, well, it's actually not far from here. Let's do that. And I'm like, okay. So we get in the car and we, you know, we, or we get an Uber and we Uber to the cemetery. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're like kind of talking about how like we all you know, talking about Bruce Lee movies and that. Yeah. And we're like, oh, man, that's so cool. And, da -da. and it's like a fun, cool thing. And we're going to go see yeah. where Bruce Lee is buried. And we start walking towards where, you know, the, you kind of know where it is. Like, you know, they have like a, a map and, you know. Right. And we walk over the hill. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Brandon Lee. Brandon's here, too. I was going to bring that up. And the weight of it comes down on you because mm -hmm. like i wasn't alive when bruce lee died i'm i'm 46 and i was not alive when he died he's a, he was an icon in my life because when i was a kid in the 80s bruce lee was like you know you told like mythological stupid stories on the playground about bruce right. lee brandon lee i watched lot you know in the in, in the movies like yeah. i was like man brandon lee is a, it's the son of bruce lee da, 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 da. the crow and, is one of my favorite and movies. when that came out that was devastating i had yeah. an airbrush shirt when i was in college of brandon lee in the crow catching the, the knife right? oh yeah and i don't know if you know this or not the guy who actually pulled the trigger so he pulled the trigger and it was a it was a uh what do you call him a blank yeah. And a piece of the, the outer shell of the blank, you know, when it exploded, fire yeah. came free and shot out and hit him. Yeah. And that's what killed him. So, I mean, was it the guy's fault who shot the gun? No. That was his, that was his job for the day. Well, and I feel like the Brandon Lee situation, yeah. though, is vastly different from this situation. Absolutely. If now. there was a live round right. in the gun, I don't know. But, but, but hold on. Well, but let me, we'll, let, we'll me let me, let me get there. So, like, this dude, I read a, a Rolling Stone article about this guy, right? Mm -hmm. Once that happened, he went into a tailspin of like, you know, he killed a man. And now he had to go to like, you know, it, it haunted him for the rest of his life. He he has now since passed away. If you watch the movie, a lot of people don't know the scene. Mm. If you watch the movie, The Crow, yes. it's the scene where he, he breaks into the apartment where Fun Boy and uh, Darla... Yeah. Are having sex and he gets on the bed and fun boy shoots him in the hand. Yeah. And they and then he shoots him later. And like that's they they cut that actually out of the movie, but that's the that's the scene. The guy who played fun boy shot him and killed him. So that hunted that haunted that guy for the rest of his life. He had a tortured existence because of right. it. Right. Went to therapy, and that was a complete accident. Right. And then now. You have this, and I immediately right away I thought same, same situation, right? Same situation has happened, and not even the John Eric uh, uh, Haddock's thing. That's the guy from uh, what was it, Voyager? What was the show? 
uh well, it's not the one he died on but uh what was it what, cover what, up i think he was co- on? what's that so i was really shocked on friday talking about this how many people knew who that guy was it's, and you don't you, holly ann is like completely blanked on this so this actor in the 80s what was the what was the show he was known for uh he was known for voyager voyagers i remember voyager, so he yeah. was messing around on the set of some show and he put a blank pistol to his head and he pulled the trigger and the compression blew his brain. The, the, the oh concussion. I mean, yeah. that was just, I mean, and he's actually like the reason they tell you never to give an actor a loaded weapon. Yeah. I was reading yeah. something that like they were saying you should always have rubber guns unless there's a, right. an absolute reason yeah. for that. But like cutting corners. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Cause like, cause they have to fix all that in post-production. I mean, so, I feel like it's worth it. So the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I watched the behind the scenes one time. And there's an insane amount of like gun action in that film. Mm-hmm. All of it, all of it is fake rubber guns. And in post-production, like there's literally like scenes they show and they're like, they're holding like, like what looks like a fake you know, like looks yeah. kind of like the gun and they're like, just like doing the mime of it. Yeah. And later on they, they like added the, the blast and all that out of it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand why in this time yeah. where we have such great technology and you could probably answer this, you can, yeah. why I, we would even you have guys are putting a lot on my shoulders now. I know. I know. Like you're going over like half the things I was going to. Oh, no, sorry. no, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Smile. But like, so Smiley actually works on set. Yeah. And should I tell the story of like where you actually learn to shoot guns? Uh, sure. Okay. So Smiley, did you learn to and shoot? This, and this is funny. This did, is. Did I... you learn to shoot guns on set? Because like you shoot in a, in a movie or a TV show, have you shot a gun? Yes. Okay. Who taught you how to shot a gun in the movies? I actually had a. Um, I had a. Uh, we had a training cinema. Uh, like thing going on Mm -hmm. there's five of us never had never had a gun this is this is the scariest thing this is what really scared me i didn't learn there was no gun safety involved with that no gun safety what i learned what like they put actual guns in your hands so you would know how to heft the yeah the prop guns so you make it look real and how to correctly hold a gun so you don't look a dumbass and how to simulate recoil but was that real um, they let us shoot actual guns. I would actually not even know if a gun is loaded or not. They let you shoot guns? Uh, for the training course, yeah. And taught you no gun safety? None whatsoever. Wow. I was told specifically that there was there would be no time that you were handed a real gun, like a loaded yeah. actual gun. Because the second, how I can't even tell you how many times someone puts that in my hand and the director tells me to point that at someone and shoot, and I do. Because that's your job. That's my job, yeah. and I'm I'm more like focused on not blinking or flinching while I pull the trigger. Yeah. So yeah. it appears that I, I know what I'm doing. Which which n- actually, when you pull the trigger, you do blink. It doesn't matter. I, I mean, no. They, they, the whole point of the training was so you don't. But that's not realistic. Well, it looks good on film. I know what you're saying. I know. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. The whole point is it's all just yeah. stage techniques. Yes. I wouldn't even be able to tell if a gun was loaded. That's crazy, right? That's there. nuts. And that's why I heard about this and I was like so scary. Like, how many times is this like the AD yeah. comes up and hands me the gun? And they're like, 
Well, why is the AD handing you the gun? The the, the first assistant director is their that's their job. I thought it was like the the person who's like the prop master or the armorer or whatever she's called. Yeah, it goes it goes through the armorer and then okay. through the props. And well, then... from what they said in this article, like two people are supposed. To, first of all, why do we have blanks still? Yeah, just I mean, blanks. With like the technology we have yeah. available now, I just feel like you know, even if you have to do it in production, it's not like you had to you have to go back and edit film like you did in the like. Right. 40s you're not you well first of all you're not editing film <laughs> no it's digital it's all on the computer you're not having to like cut and paste actual film no so i don't understand i'm gonna say it's probably easier mm. no it can't be well it's probably cheaper really the word is cheaper you're not you don't mean there you, you mean cheaper cheaper yeah, yeah. post-production is always more expensive blanks right. are gonna make the flash and the bang that you need yeah yeah and but at what cost <clears throat> human life apparently well if you actually put around i mean that's the thing is like but that's this this whole thing was done <clears throat> because of improper uh, prop managing and like there's apparently live rounds on set which so is never supposed to happen here's the other thing i keep seeing and i don't know if i i don't i i just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna jump in and automatically go well these people are right and these people aren't so there's this whole like thing going on where the union is like fighting for more like rights for the people who work there which they should right more you know less weekend work less hours so you're not tired freaking lunch breaks man yes it's not that much yeah but but you know i've been seeing here's the problem with all this though is i keep seeing everybody like and and it may be true but i don't know because i don't i i i don't want to say this or that because i'm not there but i keep seeing people like well this is this was done because they were scabs that were working on the movie and they came in after the people walked off and I don't know if people are turning are taking something that was a tragedy and turning it into a political thing because right. all of a sudden. For this job and i was like what that was oh, that was a couple months ago <clears throat> oh my god wow. did you see that i've actually no i've i've, I've heard yeah. that a lot like yeah. in, the, in the industry like there's the they've been like so hard up for actually the qualified people mm-hmm. for it that i mean it, it'd be like uh it'd be like as ridiculous as like offering me like a second grade tesol teaching position yeah. all. but I mean, you're pretty good at a couple languages, right? Right. Good enough. <laughs> right. But she actually said that her father's a legendary prop master oh. in like Hollywood. But she was like, she did her, this is her second feature mm. or second film. And she was like, I actually don't feel like I'm ready to do it or I'm qualified to do it. And I'm like, oh, oh man. Now here we go. Well, okay. So I want to bring this up because okay. I heard an interview yesterday. Mm. Where somebody was saying that they think Alec Baldwin 
should have some kind of responsibility in it because technically it's malfeasance and that, um, you know, when, when you drive drunk or something like that. And I'm like, it's not Alec Baldwin's fault. Never would it would, you know, if Hmm. Smiley was in that situation and somebody, like he said, if somebody hands him a gun on set, he's just going to shoot it because that's his job. There's, so many people that it's their responsibility to make sure that Smiley is safe and that yeah. everybody around Smiley is safe. And yeah. so, um, I don't know. I just I think that's worth talking about. I guess in a way, but never I don't had think an act- never ha- hand an actor a loaded weapon. Yeah, because at that point it's it's well, just part of the character, and, and it's just and, you're just gonna be using it that way. And they right. yelled out they yelled out thing. cold gun before they handed them the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and can you imagine? Also, I think it's kind of disgusting. I did see um, an article where they had pictures of Alec Baldwin after this situation, and he yeah. looked devastated. He oh, was like on the side of the road, crouched down, just like, you know, I mean, and I don't think, I don't think anybody should be blaming Alec Baldwin. No. That's where I stand on it. But uh, like I said, now that I've heard, what Smiley had to yeah. say, where one, nobody's taught gun safety. No, you're taught to actually think of it so much less than an actual weapon because it just needs to be part. Like you need to like have the bravado. Like right. uh, I remember spending like hours just like I mean sheathing that... and like just in and they, out of, they of the holster. To, they just wanted to look cool. Yeah, yeah, in and out of the holster. Like, and well, you're the, and you, okay, and out, I couldn't and imagine out. if like and, and, I went to go tell comedy. And for some reason, the microphone had bullets in it and something happened. Like, you're just okay. doing your job. Pollyann, you run an open mic. Yeah. Someone goes up there, they touch their mouth to it, and it, it electrocutes them and kills them. Right. Well, Pollyann was open on the mo- You know, it's like, I don't know. That's, how do that's you kind of, even? You don't even know what's going to happen. So here's my sh- my shtick on this. Uh, I've grown up around guns. Yeah. My entire life, and I know this is going to be controversial, but I, I, I just have to say this. Um, my father had guns. Yep. My father has guns right now. My, and um, I'm extremely liberal. He's yeah. extremely liberal. We never had a gun safe in our house. Yeah. My father and mother, from a very young age, taught me. These will kill you. Yeah. These will kill people. Yeah. Don't ever point it at somebody. Like, I remember I pointed a toy gun at someone one time, and my mother was like, Don't you ever do that again? Yeah. And I said, It's a toy. And she goes, I don't care if it's a toy. Yeah. Don't you ever punt, point a gun at someone ever again. Now, that's me 40, 40 years ago. Yeah. As a little kid. And to this day, when I teach people or whenever I go out to shoot, which I've gone out to shoot with Smiley, because that's where Smiley learned gun safety. That's where was my dad. That's where I actually learned gun safety. And uh, I told Billy, I told Smiley, I said, hey, we're going to go out shooting. And I want you to know if you point this at someone, you're going to kill them. Yeah. Not not you might. You're going to kill them. Um, You know, if you have a if you have a a rifle Mm -hmm. and, and you're not shooting it hold it you hold it a certain way yeah and that's just how it is and it doesn't matter if it's a toy if it's a gun with blanks in it yeah 
Well, and I think that that was the the point that you're making is exactly what anybody who's been around guns Mm -hmm. is thinking right now is why the fuck, even if it was just blanks, that just seems so dangerous. So I... I had guns. I'm very liberal also, but I had guns when I lived Mm -hmm. um, on a ranch because that's what you do. You need guns to kill coyotes. And they're they're not they're not weapons. They're they're tools. tools. But now that I have children in my house, I I do not have guns in my home. But but you're not shooting like shit in your yard. No no no. And but if I did have guns in my home. The first thing I would teach my children is respect this as yes. a weapon, whether it's loaded or not loaded. Yes. Never put your finger on the trigger. Nope. And I just I don't understand how something like this could have happened. And um, I also can't believe people are blaming Alec Baldwin. That I just, can't. I cannot believe that either. Yeah, and I'll I have thought, to send you the article. Too. I was worried that you were going to be like, yeah, he should have. And I'm like, there's no way in hell. No, Alec Baldwin. Okay. People are like, oh, well, you know, he's an actor. The problem with actors is they're literally like that. They're like just sponges of like they throw them in a scene and they say, this is your job. Learn this and do it. And And then they they expect to learn it from whoever is teaching them. Right. You know, and on a movie in New Mexico called Rust that may or may not be like using scabs or is cutting corners. They're not like teaching Alec Baldwin, who I would never like. First of all, why has Alec Baldwin got a gun in his hand? What I mean, mo- he's not really known for action. What, what movie is Alec Baldwin uh, like a well, badass? When I heard guns? that this happened, I was like, like Thirty Rock Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it either. You know? I was like, he. Sh-. First of all, I, I was like, the, the the first thing I saw was Alec Baldwin shot and killed someone, and I was like, what? Like I thought, like just yeah. randomly, Alec Baldwin is like was like somewhere shooting some somebody. Like, well, I'm know. in the middle of a, a major binge of Thirty Rock, which oh. is so weird for me because I'm like, uh, do you have a tux on, Donahue? Uh, it's after six p.m. I'm not yeah. a farmer, right? <laughs> I'm like, is he trying to like sell micro? Is he is he fixing yeah. something yeah. for? And he's ultra liberal. Yeah, he is. And yeah. uh, but when I heard the news, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What kind of movie is he doing? Because right? you just don't imagine Alec Baldwin as like James Bond. <laughs> you a, know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's just, a Western. Yeah. Is oh, that what's okay. happening? Okay. I Okay. I really can't imagine um, Alec Baldwin okay. as John Wayne. Well, here, here's, here's a better way to say it. And I want to say this right here and right now. And I wasn't there. I'm not there. I was not on the scene. I was not on set. But people are like, well, Alec Baldwin should have checked the gun. And da, 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 da. What? what the fuck makes you think he even first... knows how it's loaded? Yes. I've never loaded yes. a gun in my life. I'll tell you this. I don't know how. Boy, I've loaded a shitload of guns in my life. But like taking a gun, first of all, like taking a gun and knowing if it's got a blank or like a real bullet. I mean, I would know if it had real bullets in it. I wouldn't. I don't know that I but would I... be able to tell just by like. You wouldn't. And on top of that, let's again, this is Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. And he's a very, you know, popular actor. Yeah. You would assume that any set that he is on has very trusted people working. Right. Sorry. And like as the actor, James, let me ask you this. <laughs> what? As the actor, they're handing you something and when you're on, people like have this weird idea of what set is like. 
And I know that I do, but like James talks about it and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. There's a lot of people on set. Yeah. There's a, There's a of shitload of them, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Everything that you, that's not on the scene is just people. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, as the actor, they're over in the center of everything, right? They're getting direction from the director. They're getting directing direction from the cinematographer. They're getting, they're getting their, like they're blocking. They're getting all their shit, right? They have a lot of things to think about. So they are like, oh, well, you're, they have an expert on set, an expert for the guns, an expert for fighting, an expert for this, an expert for that. And those are the people that they hire and that they trust and they think, oh, man. And so as the actor, you're the person who, who like sells it and you think it's real. And then they go and win Academy Awards or like Razzie Awards because they suck. And Either you way, wouldn't get, good. there's no award for like, man, you know, Alec Baldwin actually knows a lot about weapons. No one says that shit. No, they're there and they trust that these other people and tell me if I'm wrong, they trust these other people are there and they're experts in their field. Yeah. And they go cold gun. They hand it to you and you go, cool. I don't need to pop the cylinder out pull the bullets out no. and look at it myself before I put the bullets back in, pop it back in and shoot the gun. They would, I mean, you're not even supposed to do that. You're not allowed they would, to They that. would take it away from me. They're like, you're not qualified to even look yes. at this shit. Yeah. I, you know, I feel for Alec Baldwin Same. so hard. And Same. I really hope that he gets the help that he's going to, and therapy that he's probably going to need because I can't even imagine. Yeah what that feels like right. and and i don't even know how he would go to work from well and on. then everything he's like sent out me social media wise has been amazing yeah he's and he's i'm like awesome and i'm like how are you handling this this well i mean you know? he might have some people that are helping him i'm to, sure you know but i'm sure yeah i just uh, there's always a specialist there for that yeah <laughs> i just hope he's he's gonna be okay and yeah. and I just, I can't imagine. I wouldn't want to get out of bed every morning. No. I'll tell you that right now. No, fuck no. I don't think I would ever get out of bed ever again. No. You know? I so. don't think I can ever use a prop gun until like I smack it against the wall and make sure it's rubber. Yeah. I'll be like, ah, uh, okay, well, I can what? use this. I mean, let's let's be honest. We're, we're done. We, we should be done in Hollywood. Let's be done with the blank gun. The gun yeah. with blanks. Let's be done with that. I mean, how many times do these things have to happen? For and everybody's like, well, like... it's a low-budget film. So it was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez has a studio in his house that he puts all those special effects on himself. Yeah. Come on. Figure it out. I mean, I feel like you can cut corners on yeah. a lot of things, but you cannot cut corners on people not getting shot. That's I, I, fucking I, ridiculous. Someone posted this. And I also can't imagine, sorry, I think this also needs to be said. We brought up Alec Baldwin and him getting the mental health help that he might need. But all those people that were on set, like, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, you were there. Yeah, you were there that day. Yeah, yeah, that has to be terrible. I I quit. Like, seriously, I quit waiting tables because I came in one day and one of my customers died. In the parking Mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to say this, too. And never wanted to go back. You know, I make fun of, we make fun of a lot of shit. Yeah. People are posting the shit with Alec Baldwin with the fucking teardrop under tattoo under his eye and like now yeah. he's a real Burkenio. Go fuck yourself on it's that. It's not yeah. funny. This guy, this guy, like not first of all, all, someone said it correctly. This woman went to work mm-hmm. and didn't come, come home. Back. Right. Fuck you and your fucking dark humor. And like 
I'm a comedian and I still am like, this is not funny. It's no. not funny. There's no. nothing about it that's funny. It's also very, it's too soon. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever not be too soon. No. But It's an accident. It's terrible. I Could just, have been prevented. And I don't think Alec Baldwin appreciates those things either. No, he should probably, you know? I guarantee he doesn't. Because uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. This is terrible. Dude, that, did you see those? Like where they had the yeah. they had the tat the the teardrop under his well, eye. Well, and somebody sent me a thing about it, and I was like, and they were like, ha ha ha, isn't this funny? I'm like, no, no I don't think that's funny. No, it's not funny. And they're like, oh, you're a comedian though, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if a but... comedian is telling you that this is too dark, yeah. you have a fucking problem. Ask yeah. ask Smiley how dark we get. There's such a thing know? as tact. Yeah. When Smiley tells you that, you're you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying smiley. Doesn't if tap. comedians or smiley, smiley are saying you're going too far, yeah. you've gone too far. Because... My favorite jokes are about cannibalism. Right. <laughs> you know what? I enjoy a good dead baby joke. Okay. Right. If you're going like, past that, man, I mean, you're really going yeah. way too far. Do you know how the dead baby crossed the highway? How? Stapled to the chicken. Nice. <laughs> I have a lot. I actually have a weirdly lot amount of dead baby jokes. Hey, Chris. I, you know, I hey, like Chris. it. You know, you know what's funnier than a dead baby? What's that? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you know what's easier? Oh, is this no. is this terrible? No, I, I'm. You know what's it. easier to unload uh, a truck full of bowling balls or a truck full of dead babies? What? The the babies. You can't use a pitchfork on bowling balls. <laughs> so when I was fun fact, when I was uh, having Ian, um. Because he came early and it was scary. Yeah. And the way I cope with things is to make jokes. <laughs> I was like, you know, um, if because they kept being like, you know, just so you know, it, you know, he might not make it and blah, 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 which is a very devastating thing oh, God, to yeah. hear, you know. And so I'm not making light of the fact, you know, that thank goodness my son is fine and it's okay. But like at the time it was like really overwhelming and really right, scary. Right. And the way I deal with that is I make horrible jokes and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Cause, um, you know, there's all these like female comics, uh, doing a, doing specials pregnant and I'll just call my, uh, my special, uh, I, dead baby jokes or something like Jesus. that. And the doctor was like, I don't know what to, because she didn't know that I was a comedian. So she was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? I kept making dead baby jokes and like all this stuff. And she was like, what the you're like, fuck? You're like, you're like, what's red and tan and sits in the corner? Uh, a baby with a pocket knife. Yeah. And you're like, what's green and black and sits in the corner? Same baby weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. And poor hamster. <laughs> have you never heard these? And, I have. That's and, 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 <laughs> and poor hamster was just like, I promise she's not crazy. She's just a comedian. This, this is, is how joke. she deals with it. This, she is very stressed out and does yeah. not want our baby to die. So she can call her album Dead Baby Jokes. Okay. Uh, What's red and goes round and round? <laughs> a baby in a blender. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's an old. That's one. an old. They're old, Smiley. There's I nothing know. new. These are uh, the, these are up there with like uh, these are up there with like the nasty. Like so, when I was a kid, we had the dead baby jokes, and then we had the NASA jokes. Whenever the 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 shuttle <sighs> the shuttle Challenger exploded, yeah, there was you so monster. There's a ton of those. Man. I didn't. I'm I I'm I was not privy. Really. Do you want me to say any of them? 
No. You know, you know what? So you want to know what? You don't want to hear? Okay, I won't tell them. I won't tell them. They're good though. They're good. You know, you know what NASA stands for? What? Need another seven astronauts? God oh. damn it! Man. <laughs> God damn it! They're so bad. They were terrible. They were. You were a kid. They were terrible. I can't stop him. Uh, oh slap! I can't slap him. I can read from uh, here. And it was like Krista McCall, right? She was the teacher that died. Oh. Did you know she didn't take a shower uh, before they went up? I did not know that. Yeah, because she's like, we'll wash up on the beach later. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible, right? Like, those are terrible. God. But those were like those were like the kid jokes you told. Like, okay, right? so we don't tell these jokes about Alec Baldwin, guys. <laughs> exactly. These are not. Um, that's you. I, I said should we not tell? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. No, I, no, no. I it's said, fine. No, you shouldn't. Well, we but... don't listen to you. <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. I'm not usually the voice of reason. Uh, so I watched a couple of like murder documentaries this weekend. Do you know what the official beverage of uh, NASA is? Here we go. Seven up. Oh my god, I knew it. <laughs> I was about to Sorry. say seven up, and I couldn't. <laughs> anyway, so I watched a couple murder documentaries this weekend, and um, so I found this very interesting, and it's it's in like the same vein. So I watched the one about the um, the uh. What was that cult? Uh, Which they, one? Heaven's Gate? Or Heaven's the, Gate. Uh, I watched that. I watched some of the, that, those people. So I watched this really good documentary on HBO about Heaven's Gate. And they were taught. So some of the people who survived, meaning they didn't participate in the suicide. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yes. Do you, do you like this? Do you like Fireball? My dad likes Fireball. Interesting. My dad is into Fireball. We it, have is, to, it is good. I know what we're getting in for Christmas. Some fireball. Can I, look, can I do another? Can I do another one? Yeah, of course. I'll do another one. Sorry, um, I watched some okay. of this. What, what was it on? What's it on? I is watched HBO one Max on or? HBO Max. Yes, and it is really good. It's probably one of the best ones I've watched about something like this because they found survivors and people who. Yeah. There's a guy who was like, I still kind of believed in it, and I left. Which is bizarre on yeah. its own. But here's here's where I think this is in the same vein. They were okay. talking about how hurtful it was for the families that when the Heaven's Gate people died, that Saturday Night Live was making jokes Fun about it. Yeah. And and all these all these talk shows were doing it. And it's moments like that where, like, I see something in a documentary and it makes me think about the things that I talk about um, right, right, on right. stage. Because sometimes I'm like, well, everybody's laughing about this. And I should I should get a joke. And I, should, I should really. Because here's I the deal. I got to fire up a joke. Yeah, quick, yeah, I have. It's like I have to have a joke about this. You know what? You don't have to have a joke about it. You don't. You don't. Because here's the deal. All those people had family members who hadn't talked to them in years yeah all the i mean some of them went back to their families and spent time with them and their families thought they were getting them back and then a couple days later they killed themselves so when you look at it that way and when you see these family members that are talking about how hurtful that was that the whole country was laughing at their family member who died right you're like oh Oops. This isn't about the person who maybe shouldn't have done that. This is about the people who are left behind or whatever, 
or being affected by it. So just remember that when you're making those like, oh, Alec Baldwin is a real Burkenio now. If Alec Baldwin that's sees fine, that, yeah. he's not. That's well, not cool. If her family sees yeah. that, that's not cool. That's not funny. There's nothing I, about it that's and, funny. And I may be wrong on this. I feel like the difference is, is like Alec Baldwin's an actor and Alec Baldwin like right. and like Alec Baldwin's like an but like the people who were in a cult. Oh yeah, no. But I'm a, saying like the yeah. people in the cult, but if you think about it this way. They have family that their like, family yeah. did not make that decision. No, no, and you're their right. Family, no, you're right. You know, and I think sometimes we go too far as a society when we think something's funny, we selfishly cope by making jokes not thinking about how uncomfortable we're making other people. And especially if you're here in Albuquerque, I'm going to tell you right now, you tell a joke at my open mic yeah. about this situation, I will ban you. Banned. Because here's the deal. There's a lot of people who live in Albuquerque who work on the film right. sets, and you never know who's in the audience. Who was there? Who could have been there? Yeah. Yeah. So So I guess I feel really bad about all those NASA jokes. Oh. Yes, you should. The dead baby ones, not so much, but the NASA <laughs> ones, okay. Well, because that's not a like specific person. Like you make yeah. a, a dead baby joke. That's just like well, I was a kid. Those were like yeah. I mean, you were a kid on the playground. That was yeah. the, that was like what you you know you just had. They were there, man. Right. And then I do remember, like in the seventh grade, though, we went to this like uh, big auditorium thing, and they had NASA there, and they showed off like all of their like technology. And yeah. this was I'm in the seventh grade. This was way a long time. Ago. And I, I, I felt really bad about those NASA jokes back in then. But, like, you know, you, you know, those were, but, like, th that was a thing. I that remember, was a thing. I literally remember when it all happened, they wheeled in the television set I, into I elementary. And we it was watched, a huge thing. And we watched the shuttle Challenger explode. Like, they're, they're like, this tragedy happened. You guys need to see this. And yeah. it was like, whoa. And, um. Then I remember when I was in college and the second one blew up. Yeah. I don't even remember that one though. That was like less like, I don't even remember which one that was. But uh, yeah, I shouldn't have told this joke. I'm terrible. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's fine. I apologize. It's okay. But like, you're right. So the Alec Baldwin thing though is, is like, so the Heavens, so the Heavens Gate thing, I watched some of that and like, so interesting like yeah. watching how these Colts, people. Colts interest me. And I'm yeah, going to tell you right same, now. Same, same. I was raised and I don't want anybody to take offense to this, but I was raised Catholic and I feel like I was yeah. forced to be that way yeah. because Catholics don't wait until you're, you know, older. It's just, you're born, they dunk you in some water and then you <laughs> better do all this or you're going to go to hell and that's it. Oh, wow. And you're a terrible person and we're going to guilt you and you have to go tell a priest how you feel about things and what bad things you did and, I mean, don't even get me started on all the problems with the Catholic Church. Right, right. But I kind of understand. Also, if you haven't seen Midnight Mass, which is a horror Oh, I've series, heard about this. Yeah. It's great, and it is fucking crazy. Okay. If you grew up in the Catholic Church, it really gives you the heebies. But um, I can kind of understand how these things kind of happen. Yeah. But then you see something like the Heaven's Gate where you're like, okay, you weren't a child. As a matter of fact, you're told you can't have sex, so you can't even have children. I think they had one girl that her parents were Heaven's Gate people. Mm. Um, but, like, my biggest thing was the guy who allowed them to do an experimental castration yeah. on him. Yeah. What was up with you, dude? What's your deal, bro? And he not only stayed in the cult – 
till the end. But the guy, Sawyer or whatever, who like they're interviewing, yeah. he saw him as like the 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 perfectionist yeah. one that he had to compete with. And I'm like, dude, my guy, he he let people cut his ball sack open, take yeah. his testicles out, yeah. sew it back up. And then they debated if they were going to take him to the hospital or yeah. not because it was going to compromise the mission. I, and like, okay, the, at some it point, it was insane. And then they were like, "We called a Catholic priest because we figured they might have tried this." I'm well, like, "What the fuck are you?" Well, okay, <laughs> no, I, go to the hospital. I don't know if you know this or not, but like in music, in like choir, choir, yeah. So you have the uh, the soprano, yeah, the alto. The tenor, the baritone, yeah. But there's the. Have you ever heard of the castrato? No. So the castrato is the young boy that sings very high pitched, very well. Yeah. And they castrate them so they do not go through puberty and can sing well. Oh, so your voice doesn't change. I wish that could have happened to me. Fucking James. You son of a bitch. And our Kramer. And our Kramer. Ah, yeah. And I'm like. Well, no, it makes sense. I hated like, when my voice changed. So, like, that has to be, like, Catholic shit. Catholic church shit. I, I mean, mean, I feel like that's Catholic. It. So, like. Hold on. Let's pull this up. Hamster wasn't raised with any kind of religion, right? So, we started watching Midnight yeah. Mass. And he was like, this isn't real. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking real. He's uh, like, this is the horror part, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. That's um, this is the normal shit. That's Catholic Church. Um, okay. that's not the scary part of this show. Um, uh, that's here, just how priests are. Here that's we go. The here background. We go. A castrato is a type of classical male singing voice equivalent to that of a soprano, a mezzo soprano, or a contralto. The voice is produced by castration of the what singer the before puberty, or it or it occurs in one who, due to an Endocrinological condition never reaches sexual maturity. Castration before pure puberty prevents a biological male's larynx from being transformed by the normal uh, physiological events of puberty. So they they get that vocal range, you know. You don't get oh that. Adam, you yeah. don't get that Adam's oh, apple. And my favorite part about this whole story is that they let a member of the mm-hmm. cult who happened to be a nurse once. Mm. Perform castration, like okay, so, so you I don't know. AMP class. It was so crazy to me, and I'm watching this whole thing. Of course, Hamster walks into the room when the guy's getting <laughs> castrated, and he's like, "What the fuck he's are you watching?" His balls off. They're cutting my balls off, <laughs> coach. It's an educational video. <laughs> yeah. So I was watching. I don't know if it was this documentary or one of them. Yeah. Where they're like, they were like, anyone could be could be like pulled into a cult at any time and i was like horse shit i mean horse horse shit shit. people come to my door and they're trying to sell me like fucking uh uh alarms and i'm like just get off the property i turned seven and was (laughs) like wait a minute so catholics let me get this straight i have to do this first communion thing because my parents seem to think it's very well, that's important stupid as shit. But I was like, okay, so we're gonna eat the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Like, are we gonna be cannibals during? And I think you guys have heard my joke about this, num, but num, 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 num. it's like, are are we gonna be cannibals during church? Um, is this part of the communion? Whose blood are we drinking? Yeah, I was just like, where do, do I we know? The- do I know who they are? Is this blood locally sourced? <laughs> yeah. Is this organic? Is this I is was- this processed blood? 
Like I was so devastated because Ew, my cold. dad, right? My dad let me watch horror movies, so I was like, "Wait a minute, excuse me, are we going to be cannibals during mass?" Because I don't know if I'm okay with this. My teacher didn't know how to answer it. Ah. I got sent to the principal's office. Oops. The principal was like, "I don't know how to answer this because here's the deal: they're not going to say it's not really the flesh and blood, right? But they also can't say, but we're cannibals." So they didn't know how to answer it. So the principal called a priest who can exercise demons out of people's bodies but couldn't answer a seven-year-old. So they had to call my dad, who wasn't Catholic at the time, and he shows up and he's just like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't want to be a cannibal. And he was like, that's fair. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. She didn't want to put on the Nikes. Yeah. Lay in the bed. And, and get covered commit, with a shroud. And get covered with the shroud and commit suicide. You know and, who I feel worse and for? And meet the aliens at, at the tail of the comet. You know who I feel worse for? Who? Is the guy who, okay, he left the cult two weeks before. And he was like, look, I think I have a higher purpose, which was like, I don't want to go the Jonestown route. You yeah, know, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. He was like, I see what's happening. Like, I see your shiny rings. And he literally, okay. he literally goes. He's like, I'm, I think I'm, a, it's... I'm a Reebok guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, worse than that. The guy literally goes, I think my higher purpose is to write a book about this. this... Because, you know, in his mind, he's like, you guys are fucking idiots. And is... People are going to oh, read uh, this. And they go, and then we're going to kill ourselves in a couple of weeks. And he goes. Uh, what? what? Wait, wait, wait. Right. Can, can you say that again? Can you say the last part again? Yeah. They're like, oh, uh, about the shoes? We're gonna put the sho- no, no, no. The part after the shoes. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're get- oh, we're all going to kill ourselves so we can meet uh, the aliens yeah. at the tail of the comet. And he goes, I'm going to write a book about this, guys. You oh, guys are going to be famous. Okay, okay, okay. And they're like, you're in, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I, I, but I'm in. I'm in. Let me hold speak on, hold with on, my publisher. Hold on, hold on, I have to go to the bathroom real quick, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, well, like, disappeared. So, okay, I feel bad for this guy because uh, he leaves the cult two weeks before they do this. He's like, right. I'm going to write a book about this. This is what I've been called to do. Mm. And then they're like, okay, we're going to send you the address, and you're going to come, and we need you to come in and film all of us and make sure that we're covered in all the shrouds. So they had to die in like three um, yeah. waves, and this guy had to come in and make sure they all looked decent, and they wanted them to film what everybody had done, and um, then he had to call the cops and be like, hey, this is an anonymous tip, Wait and the cops were like, how do you know about this? <laughs> They go, how do you know about this? And he was like, well, I received a letter. <laughs> Someone wrote me a letter. And, wow. then, and, it, and they went, wait a minute. Someone wrote you a letter? <laughs> so you didn't know this ahead of time and, and, and then they went, in the mail? <laughs> not like an email. Not like a message, right? And he's like, no, no, it was a letter. And they went, send everyone. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It was the 90s. Oh, was people, it? People people it was 97. But anyway, I found is this the, the one thing. that was. Is this the one that? Okay, go, I'm sorry. People still no, used mail. There was one that. Okay, so I don't know if I saw this documentary on HBO Max. I know it's there. I saw one that was called. It's uh, okay. Are so, you talking about the sex cult? No, no, because no, that no, one no, is no. Which one? So uh, I watch on Vice, <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the most popular show on Vice, right? Channel. And everybody's like, what's Vice? Vice is channel. Oh, it's amazing. So then they went dark side of the football. Yeah. Dark side of the 90s. Right? Dark side of the football is terrible. Yeah. 
Dark Side of the 90s, they have a tale of two cults. Uh, was one of the episodes. And am I it, involved in this? It's about James Smiley. <laughs> and, no, Dark Side of the 90s, Dark Side, the Tale of Two Cults is how in the 90s you had the Branch Davidians. Oh, yeah, Branch Davidians. Were and crazy you too. had the uh, these Heaven's guys, Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. And so they talk, it's they talk to a lot of the same people. Now, my problem is, is like when I was when I was a young man and I was in, in the 90s and uh, I was ignorant of like how the, the media manipulates shit. Yeah. Um, it took a it took a it took a man by the name of Bill. Mm-hmm. Last name Hicks. Yes. To make me understand. And this actually changed my life. Actually. Bill Hicks changed a lot of lives. Bill Hicks. I watched a document Genius. about him. And I remember like being alive and watching the news about um, the Branch Davidians and them versus the United States government yeah. in Waco. Yeah. And being like a person, it's like, oh, man, the wacko in Waco, these crazy yeah. people. And uh, oh my God! Now they're burning themselves alive, and yeah. like to 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 cover up all the bullshit. And then I watched uh, a documentary about Bill Hicks. Yep. And I watched footage by Bill F- Bill mm-hmm. Hicks. And Bill Hicks is really one of the reasons I wanted to be a comedian. But it, am, am I He's trying? Amazing. Am I trying to say that I'm like, oh, I, I think the Branch Davidian people were great people? No, I'm not saying that at all. But the craziest thing in the world is is what I learned in that is like there's an amazing quote it's easy to uh and, and I'm, I'm really paraphrasing yeah it's easy to condemn those crazy people yeah. in that church that the government has said are bad yeah oh yeah. until you are those people yeah in that church oh yeah and when they showed in that documentary about bill hicks the American government sprang fire yeah. into the church that they all said they burned themselves yes. down in. And you see the tank firing yeah. fire into the church. It's like, why are you so scared of people who are quote unquote crazy? And you say that they burn themselves up, but you're spraying yeah. fire into the church. Why would you're saying they burn themselves up, but there's footage of you burning them up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So here's the deal. Branch Davidians, um, and I'm not going to get real in-depth because we don't have time for that, but, like, I can see where they were coming from. Shit, shit, yeah, you can. And I'm not saying, again, that they were good people. I don't condone what happened in Waco, but I can see where they were coming from. Here's the problem with um, the Heaven's Gate people. Um, the leader decided that they all had to kill themselves because one of the other leaders who was supposed to be immortal um, died of cancer and he didn't know how to answer that. So <laughs> he said, we all have to die. That's just what has to happen. Man, that is some dedication to a con. That's it's really um either know. that or he just really wasn't all I'm glad life. you guys brought that up. Man, uh, I mean I mean that's like really, inspirational. No, no, I'm kind of glad you guys brought that up. Uh so on the next episode. Like if you make a lie and you fucking live it all the way down. Uh, oh god, what's going to happen in the next episode? I'm just saying we all have to do something together. 
And I mean, you know, it's just it's just what has to happen. Guys. Is the next episode next Sunday? Because I won't be here because uh, Halloween, and I have to take my kid trick or treating. No, so. no, no, no. We'll do the unfortunately. Next the last episode, the last episode of Ten Drink Minimum will be the weekend after. Oh. I mean, the next episode. Sorry, did I say last? What the hell, man? I'm just saying we all have to take these shots. Wait, that, is this uh, a ginger beer or a Kool Aid? Um, we, we we all have to go to the next level, <laughs> guys. We're going to the next level. That's. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so on that note, uh, no, we're Chris... moving. We're moving on to the next uh, iteration <laughs> of uh, what will happen in this life. Oh God! Because I'm moving on. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> so right. Chris brought up Bill Hood, Bill Hicks, uh, who is one of my heroes. Um, greatest meeting of all time. The greatest. Um, he created the Ten Commandments of Comedy, which I follow. Um, but. Do you want to hear some of the comedians people are going to be covering? I'd like to hear this, yeah. Okay, Ooh. so we have Bernie Mac. What? Nice. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, I want to see this. Allie Wong. I don't know Allie Wong. I don't know her. Oh, she's good. Okay. Uh, Dane Cook. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Which I went, you And the okay. person who did it, I'm like, ugh. How much stage space do you have? Because they've got to move all over the oh, stage. I know. Yeah, if they're yeah. if if they're not like ran, randomly like walking around like a crazy all over person, the yeah, it's not yeah. really like he doesn't have good jokes, but he's got good stage jokes. presence. Okay, right. okay, this, and this is tomorrow night. Yes, uh, at Inside Out. Henny Youngman. What? Yep. Who's doing Henny Youngman? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Right. Uh, George Carlin. Oh. Norm Macdonald. Hold on. Question. Question. Yes. On the George Carlin, how much time do they have? Six to seven minutes. That's not enough. I know, but you know, that's like one. Okay, that's one George Carlin. That's joke. one yeah. George Carlin. So joke. George Carlin and Bill Hicks are my two biggest influences. Okay, of course I'm a female, so it's a little different. Um, but I understand that that would be one of my jokes All also. Right. Um, anyway, um, Norm Macdonald. This Wait. one eh, is. Eh, eh. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eh. Uh, Gallagher. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Honestly, honestly, terrible, terrible comedian yes, at the end of the day. But it's going to be great. <laughs> they, uh, are they going to full throttle the Gallagher? The, 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 you know. I can't wait to tell you who's doing it. Um, all right, all right. Brian Bradley, Kermit the Frog. Oh, he's my favorite. Kermit Kirby. the Frog. Yes. Chappelle. Louis like Black, of- Greg Giraldo. Uh, wow, Greg Giraldo. Yes. Um, Whitney Cummings, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, his actually, dude. He's his, genius. His like stand-up special that's on Netflix. Yeah. If people have never seen it, it is honestly yes. one of the best I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's so good. I'll say Zach Galifianakis is one of the best crowd work comedians. He really is. Seen. He really is. Yeah. And people um, don't know that. They don't know that. Yeah. Uh, we got Richard Pryor, Andrew Dice Clay, Bill wow. Hicks, Moms Mabley. Like, it's going to be. This could be amazing. Are you going to go to this? So, I will actually come out tomorrow. It's going to be right. amazing. Maybe, I, I actually. just don't see. Um, so, like, when Kurt and I had talked about it, yeah, I had yeah. been thinking about it for a while. And I was like, I don't know. And, like, people are just going to choose, like, you know, um, 
surface comedian. No, these are these are these are great solid motherfucking choices. So we're gonna see. And here's the other thing that's really exciting about this is it's bringing out a lot of comedians, local comedians that we haven't seen in a while. So like. Our Scotty Goff is going to be there. We haven't seen him in a long time. And Scotty Goff is pretty fucking hilarious. Keith Breckenridge is going to be there. Oh, like, yeah, all yeah, these yeah, people yeah. are coming out because they're very excited. So This is a great idea. Yeah. So, Yearly. So we have to do it every year now. So You please, might have to please, do multiple nights next I year. I know. I know. It might end up being like six nights in like yeah. five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, multiple so, locations. Please, please, please come out tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. I know a lot. I know that all of us have put a lot of work into it. Um, I, you know, I thought this was going to be really easy, but it it's proving to be a big challenge because What's I have challenge? to do. So I have to do somebody else's material. Oh, gotcha. I meant like the actual putting on. The no, 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 no. That's easy. But uh, having to be. Uh, somebody else is yeah. very, especially for me, because I do comedy about my life. Are you going to actually dress up? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, hey, I'm going to try hey, the, the most I can. Acting is actually hard, isn't it? It's very hard. Because I was like, oh, I'll just memorize the jokes. It'll be no, fine. No. It's really, really difficult. And um, because I'm so used to just like my cadence and how I do things. Yeah. And um. You know, I think I kind of chickened out a little bit by choosing Whitney Cummings because I get compared to her an awful lot, and I'm even having a hard time with this. So you should have done like Jeffrey Ross or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I, you know, I honestly thought about doing Carlin. Oh God, I would love to see a woman do Carlin. But somebody beat me to the punch. And then I thought about doing Sam Kinison because he hated women so much. And I thought that would be kind of funny. Um, But then I decided not to do that. So uh, I thought I'll do Whitney Cummings because we're compared to each other all the time. This won't be so difficult because I have to host also. And um, it's very difficult. uh, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. It's tomorrow. tomorrow Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you thought it was gonna be tonight? Like we're just gonna like fucking bolt over somewhere? Like, yes. all right, Aww. all right. Well, with that, with that, I'm excited. I'm very excited. So tomorrow night, Hall Spirit. Or no, sorry, Inside Out. Inside uh, Out. It'll be at Inside Out. Um, get there, you know, as early as you can. I don't what, know what, what time the doors open. Doors are gonna. I'm gonna say doors free? are at six. It's free. It's a free event, Albuquerque. It's a free show. It's free. Oh, I gotta get there early. Hey, Albuquerque. Now. You know, guys, how you got like free. This is free, free. So free just come. for all. There's no drink minimum. There's no cost at the door. Oh, no, you have to drink seven to eight. Beers. You have to drink ten drinks minimum. Um, yeah. But it's, I'll be there. It's not so hard once you get used to it. Yeah, but it, but I really, really think tomorrow night is going to be uh, really fun. And I think, I think the thing that came out of this is like I have been challenged as yeah. an artist. Because but I'm like, I need successful. to write better. This is going to be big. So, I mean, this, okay. I'm going to tell you this right now. This might not be big this year. Yeah. But, like, some people are going to say, they're going to tell everybody, like, oh, that was fantastic. Go, what, what are you waving at? I wanted y'all to film it. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know if we can. Um, I can. I can film it. You can film my set. Yeah, you can All record right. mine. I'll uh, do the best I can. Who's doing Carlin? Carlin? Uh, she hasn't uh, said yet. I'll tell you after yeah, that. Yeah, she'll okay. tell us. She doesn't want to be able to. So here's the thing. It may or may not be successful this year. 
Right. But the word of mouth from this year will will make next year bigger. I think this is going to be really fun. And yeah. I think it's something that hasn't really been done before. And I think, yeah. you know, Kurt had pitched it to me and I had had this idea for years. I think I had talked to yeah. you about it. We like did. A and I was, like, and I was like, this sounds fucking amazing. And I was like, but I don't know how to like pull it off because like, how do you pitch it to comedians? And then when somebody who's been in comedy for 20 years goes, you know, it'd be fun, guys. Let's kill a man. Oh. Uh, no, we do that every Friday night, Chris. Hmm. Um, they just don't film it. Yeah, we don't. No, that's secretly out in the circle of trees. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> when Kurt brought it up and um, we had a venue and we had a space that lets us do whatever we want, I said, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so let's see what happens. I don't yeah. know. It'll either be really great or really terrible. No, I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I can't. Okay. So here's yeah. the deal. It's it's gonna be like Night Living Cover Man. Yeah, it's fantastic or it's terrible, and that's that that's the life that it is. You know, I'm gonna talk about. So I went to all all six nights of the Night Living Cover Man. I mean, that's a good transition. Yeah, I went to all six nights. Um, this like was like a trooper, like wow. a trooper. I went to all six nights. Um, I like going out, and like you know, the pandemic has put a damper on my life, and so right. like I love the support and. uh I went out and, you know, I want to say this, you know, this year was very lean on the bigger acts yeah. of Night Living cover bands, like of, of our Albuquerque scene. And that's a good thing. Our scene in Albuquerque, music wise, no one wants to say it. We need to let the younger groups come in yeah. and be a part of it. And this is how it happens. This is where it comes. And like every time I'd go to a show, someone would come up to me and be like, I don't even know half these groups. I don't even know like probably three quarters of them. And I'm like, that's a good thing. That's yeah, how it good. should be. That's how you fucking listen to something and go, wow, these guys are actually really yeah. amazing. I'm going to go check them out. Now, of the six nights, some of the highlights, of course, of course, of course, there was some standouts and they were the, the regular standouts. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, what are the names? Um, what is the uh, Dust City Opera? Yeah. As the Rolling Stones, they were fantastic, as they always are. Mm-hmm. They always kill it. Night Living Cover Bands. And I actually told Paul Hunt, and I was like, he comes over and he, we're talking, and I'm like, Paul, let me ask you a question. Do you just always pick a band where you can just take your shirt off on stage? I mean, do you really do that? Because they were—he like, was like David Bowie, and then I can't remember who they were. But they were—they were always somewhere like like next year. Are you guys going to be like Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch? What's the story? Um, and then of all the groups, though, I'm going to say this: like the 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 group, like Adam Hooks and the Huckleberries. I mean, Adam Hooks has been in the scene I mean, for a he's long amazing. time. Amazing. They're a country band. They did Rage Against the Machine. And I was like, are they going to do a country version of Rage Against the Machine? And they did not. That's awesome. They did Rage Against the Machine as close as Supergiant did like five years ago. Which Supergiant was was fucking fantastic. I want to say Adam Hooks and the Huckleberries was one of the highlights of... Night Living Cover Bands. That's awesome. Now, there was an all-girl group that did the Beastie Boys. I saw some video of that. Fantastic. 
Who was that? And they were they were called Show Pony, I think, or I something. Like it. They were in like here's this craziest part, right? Their guitar player got sick, <sighs> couldn't do it. Chris Walsh from Prism Bitch, yeah, had to step in, and he took he had a two hour, two hour practice session and nailed it wow. as a guitar player for that that show. Um, the talking hours. Mm-hmm. As Bruce Springsteen. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. I have to talk about the talking hours for a second. It's a two-piece. Mo from uh, Music Around. He's the yeah. guy who runs Music Around. Right. And it's his wife. That's and so his cute. wife is the drummer. It's cute, but it's not. Mm. His wife is the drummer. She's the best. I'm going to fucking say this right here. Okay. Right now. My, le- my, my realtor who got me this house is a drummer in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Love him to death. Mo's wife, the talking hours, the best drummer in Albuquerque. Wow. Hands down. I've Better never been let Kirby? down by the talking hours. What's that? Better than Kirby? Oh, yeah. That's have you seen the talking hours? They're so good. So when I watch them, she makes me feel exhausted. Yeah. I've never seen someone hit she hits it hard like Dave Grohl hits it hard. Yeah. When they did when they did Born in the USA, and she's like fucking blasting the drums like like she wants to pierce them with the sticks i'm like this is amazing you know like i'm blown away you've got to go see the talking hours they're so good and you tell me if kirby's a better drummer you tell me okay i, I think kirby's probably up there he's up there with her he's my favorite in, in town I, i'm gonna tell you sorry you're realtor but uh, he's no, no, no. Ben time. Levine. Ben Levine's a great drummer too. He is. He's great. But I, I mean, I think Kirby. Kirby guy. is better than Ben Levine. But I think most wife, dude. And she was not even originally a drummer. She was a guitar player. I talked to her dad last night. Wow. Because, or two nights ago, that was one of my favorite. Like just the like, and then like, Mo gets up there and he has the headband, and he's like, "We wrote this song." back on nebraska it was on the nebraska record you know he had like the whole Mm. like bruce Springsteen. now another highlight dave jordan's band i can't think of their name they did death cat for cutie oh and they and they went for like so usually when we talked about this with barney was on the show a lot of people watched that show with barney i had so many bands come up to me and they're like thanks for mentioning us on that show (laughs) i'm blah 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 from that band and um this this band gets up there and they do Death Cab for Cutie, right? And, and it's like Dave Jordan and then they're like kind of like a, a death or yeah. like a metal band. And the guy's like, I wrote this song when I got braces. <laughs> and so my teeth got fixed. And then like they were playing like Death oh Cab. And he goes, I wrote this song about my ex-wife and I loved her a lot. And then, and he like, and he goes, everyone knows who she is. It's Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> he starts playing, and I was like, and like the acting part of it. That's great. Was fantastic, and I loved it. Like when bands got up there, and they were like, "We're this band," and 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 they didn't try to be like. And the worst part was like the very first band that played on the mm. very first night of Night Living Cover in. And this is how you should never be. And I mean, you think like, oh, we're just kind of being kitsch and cute and. Uh, mm. This is how you don't get booked. This band gets up there. They're not dressed up at all. It's a three-piece. And they're like, oh, hey, we're the Cranberries. Welcome to Night Living Cover Bands. And they start playing. And they go, 
this is the cranberry song this and then they end and they go and this is the cranberry song this so they just didn't even get the concept no, at all. They didn't uh, oh yeah it's sad it's real sad <sighs> and um but there was some really good like i was kind of blown away and i was i'm trying to think of what the other ones were uh sorry guero as like garth brooks last yeah night. I, I saw heard, that uh, yeah yeah Actually, I saw that one too. <laughs> it's yeah, you know, there was some, you know, it, it, but like, I mean, I didn't see it. But you've like... got to go out to it, like, so, like, as like the person Holly in is this person that's like hosting this. Now, maybe like these people will be like, "Wow, I can't believe how well this person hit yeah. this!" Like, they'll come out and see more comedy. I hope so. Yeah. So, I I think I hope people see that, like, um we're taking ourselves out of our comfort zone and, mm -hmm. and having it take on somebody else's material. And um, yeah. I think with comedy, I don't know how that's going to happen. I've never seen cover comedy. So oh. I don't know like if you're going to make So basically what I told people is like, you can write jokes in the style of that person. You can re um, tell their jokes yeah. Um. And do it as them in their cadence, or you can write your own jokes as if you were that. I mean, we literally were like, do whatever you want to do, yeah. and we'll see how it works. But I'm gonna you know, tell you, trying to be another comedian is really. Weird. You know, you know who I would love to see hmm. in future like versions of this. Who? Lenny Bruce. Oh, I love Lenny Bruce. I have if a Lenny Bruce someone record. Someone can okay. We all owe Lenny Bruce a lot. Oh, every comedian who says any cuss word um, owes Lenny Bruce a lot. I owe, owe Lenny Bruce a lot. We owe two people. Lenny Bruce and uh, what's Hustler guy's name? Um, oh, um, uh, dang it. He died this year. Who? Oh, gosh. Um I want to thank everybody for watching this show of Tin Drink Minimum. I think it's all over the place, and I don't know how the podcast itself, because we keep getting like kicked oh, out yeah, of StreamYard. I've never been kicked out of StreamYard so much. Time we're like, all over the place today, and I have to go teach a child how to do homework. So man, That's fair enough. <laughs> I have to teach Smiley how to love. Nah, that's not going to happen. That's a big <laughs> ass. That's not going to happen. But uh, I want to thank my parents for being here live in the studio with us. I want to thank Holly Ann. Thanks. Uh, you're and, welcome. Uh, and James. And uh, I hope uh, people listen and uh, love. And remember, when you when you when you meet us in person, we are just people. Don't look me in the eye. I will attack you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, if I seem awkward, it's because I am. Yeah. Pretty much the same. I may give you a sweaty pocket uh, sticker. Yeah, I probably mm. smell like rotten milk. It's fine. And uh, make out with your girlfriend, but that happens. It happens. Happens. I mean, I can't help it. I can't help it. Holly's just... so bad at that. <sighs> Holly yeah. makes making out, their... out with everyone's girlfriends. Ho Holly do. does make out with people's girlfriends too. I do. They're like, oh my god, we met Holly Ann, and he's like, look, they look over at their girlfriend, and you're making out with them, and they're like, hey, I missed you, your girl. Yeah, I missed you, your girl. It happens. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening. With that. We, we are, are 10, 10 drink, drink minimum. minimum.